0: This is Retro Sports Radio. Visit RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The Kansas City Royals faced the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium for Game 3 of the ALCS on October 12, 1976. The best-of-five series was tied at one game apiece. This is the national broadcast of Game 3, featuring announcers Ernie Harwell and Ned Martin. High one ball run on John. Cincinnati game today from the Phillies in Cincinnati and the National League Championship Series three victories to none. Here's the pitch. He swings with a drive to left center. It's in for a hit. White comes over to field it. Brett racing for third. to throw will go second. Man on first. Man on third. One man down. Royals lead one to nothing. Mayberry getting his second hit of the playoffs. Moving Brett into third. You notice, anyhow, uh, without any hesitation at all, Brett went right on in the third base as they ran on uh, Roy White's arm. And they'll do it on Mickey Rivers the same way. And anything hit out there, usually a runner with that play in front of him will kind uh, of wait a minute to see if there's a chance. But there was no uh, no uh, sweat at all. He just went on in there and, and White threw in the second. This Hal McRae now, who finished second to his teammate Brett in the batting race, but he's uh, 0 for 7 in the championship series so far. He's had one walk. Right-hander against the right-hander. Ellis delivers to Gray. Uh, cut in the miss. The slider through him. Royals lead it one to nothing in the opening inning. They've got a man at first and a man at third. Grant Jackson pulling in the Yankee bullpen, the left-hander. There's a fly ball hit into medium depth right center. Now it's a little shorter. Maddox comes in, makes the catch. He's Brett heading for home. He's the throw to the plate to Munson. He flies, and he is safe. Maddox was not too good a throw. A good throw might have kicked him off. The Royals now lead it to nothing. Mayberry held it first. It'll be a petrified fly off the bat of McRae for the second out. Getting Brett home after the catch is he scores and 3rd. Royals still yet nothing first inning. East 4th, batting 3 the left hand batting right fielder was two for six for the series, and the three runs batted in. That's uh, tops on the Kansas City club, and that's the first. He's the left hand batter, Tom Folcat. He takes the ball. He gets five months Munson. There goes Mayberry to second. We wait for the scores decision on that one. The pitch is a little bit low and toward the inside on the left hand batter. It is a fast ball. Billy Martin has uh, gone out to the mound now to talk with Ellis and with his catcher Munson. The Royals have jumped in front. They've got a 2 to nothing lead over the Yankees. Incidentally, the Yankees now have opened up the left-field meetings for the first time since they've reconstructed Yankee Stadium. And that will expand the capacity to about 57,000, the original capacity, around 54,000 in this ballpark. They've opened up those uh, bleachers now in left for the first time. Well, the conference is over at the plate. 1-0 to count on at man on second of eight, Mayberry. And the Royals have a 2 nothing lead in the very first inning. Third game of the championship series. It's tied right now, one victory apiece. Cut and a miss. That was a fastball about belt high from Doc Ellis, the Yankee right hander. Mayberry with a fair-sized lead off second. Moulchett leaning and waiting. Here it comes. He swings a bonnie ball to first. Base hit inside the bag. Keram's off the seat into score easily. Comes Mayberry. Here's Maddox to throw to second. Not in time. He slides in head first. It'll be a double. Maddox went over to play it on the Keram and he slipped a little bit. I believe it would have been a two backer anyway. The official score gets in two, and it is three nothing favor the Royals. Tom Poquette grows on you, too, and he doesn't, Uh He didn't play that much against Boston this year, but he uh, comes uh, fully credited with a, a live of And he's a hard-nosed player, too. He's run into a few fences, and his a short career, and paid the price, but they say he's quite a bad one. This Frank White, the right-hand batting infielder, Royals lead at 3 nothing against Doc Ellis and the Yankees. there's Ellis' slider, it's outside. White has one hit for six. Now the set on the pitch gets a strike on the inside corner. Rivers has played just about every hitter to hit to the opposite side. He's in right center on the right hand batting right. Ellis Reddy delivers. Here's a swing and a miss on the breaking ball. One and two to count on White. Three to nothing, the Royals in front. He comes, he takes the ball, sets his swing in time, and held off. 2-2 The count on White. Native of Kansas City. Spokechette leading down our second. Ellis going Here's a ball wide, fast ball, low and away, 3-2. and two. Doc Ellis has had a struggle here in the opening inning. He's given up three runs and three hits. He's issued a walk. Now, Step Going to be 3-2. Is a pop up should end in the inning. It's over near first base. Chambliss is under it. He has it, and the side retires. Three runs on the three hits for the Royals. No Yankee errors. One man left, and in the middle of the first inning, Kansas City three, New York coming to bat. Time out. Time out for tires. Kelly Springfield tires. Time for you to check the tire prices now featured at Kelly Springfield Auto Service Stores and participating dealers. It's a coast-to-coast and border-to-border event featuring radio passenger tires. Also belted 4-fly poly and snow tires in snow areas. Be smart. Take time out. Time out for tires while the selection is out of step. See the tires on display and make your best deal on quality Kelly Springfield tires for your car. Here's a and prices right for you and your driving. Score big now. Remember, time out for tires at all Kelly Springfield auto service stores and participating dealers, as well as many Sunoco and other service stations. Kelly Springfield. Tires that make a world of difference. PBS Radio Sports is bringing you the play-by-play action in the American League Championship. And there's more to come. The World Series starts October 16th. That's next Saturday. And you'll hear exclusive radio coverage play-by-play of the 1976 World Series right here on this CBS Radio Network station. Andy hasler yeah. The hard-flowing left-hander goes to work by nice. His teammates it taken into a 3-0 lead. He'll be facing Mickey Rivers leading off for the Yankees. Yeah. Rivers batting 2-2-2 two, two, two in the series for two for nine. The Yankees are tired tonight in their famous 10 strikes They started wearing those 10 strikes because their one-time owner, Jacob Rupert, thought that Babe Ruth looked a little too fast, and 10 strikes might make him seem thinner. And they've worn them ever since. Mickey Rivers leaning and waiting. He's the speedster. Brett is in close at third base. Hasler about ready to go into action. Batchelor with a 5-12 record this year. Didn't have any record against the Yankees. Won and lost. Here's the pitch outside. Ball one. Outfields are left on the Mickey River. 3-0 the Royals in the lead in the opening inning. Now the wind-up by the left-handed. The pitch on the way. He takes the ball outside. Oh, the Yankee fans are coming to life a little bit now in the opening inning. And very close. He's about a two or three yards uh, into the inner grass, inside at third base. Now Hassler, the tall left-hander, picks the delivery. It's a strike on the inside corner. Mayberry about even with the bag and wide of it over first base. Lead-off man Rivers waits on a two-one delivery. Here it comes. He takes the fastball wide. to three and one on Mickey. He says he feels good now, although he, he's had back trouble. He was hurt when he tried to restrain Don Baylor. You remember in that fracas at Oakland. And he has a poultice on his back to keep him in shape. There's a strike card. Got a curb over. Also, Hasler has uh, been consulting with the hypnotist. A gentleman named Dr. Ethan Allen, A-L-L-Y-N in Los Angeles who helped out Maury Wills, Roberta Fonetti, and Ken Norton, among others. Here's the 3-2 serve now to Rivers. He swings a bounty ball, hit wide a third. his contact with it for right the first. Not in time, Rivers kicks it out. At great speed of Mickey Rivers. Picks up the single for him. For New York, nobody down, and it'll be Roy White, the swift batter. Roy, one of the uh, top hitters in the first two games, hitting 375. That's three for Two of them doubles, and he has two runs batted in. So Rivers, who has tremendous speed, taps one on the left side of the infield and beats it out. Royals lead up in first inning. Here's a strike called. George Maloney said so. He's the plate umpire. Now, uh, Buck Martinez going out to talk again with the pitcher Andy Hasler. One thing he might be saying, Ernie, is uh, he took a look down there and a long look at Rivers, who was well off the bag at first. He bluffed the throw down there, didn't throw, and then he kept looking at Rivers. And maybe he wanted to say to Hassler, hey, watch him over there. Now, White digging in, uh, strike one count on him. He's the set by the left-hander... Pass he looks over the first, he pitches at the bottom throw to first, he's safe. That was close. Bill Haller, umpire, right on top of the play. Strike two to count on white. In the Yankee system, the Billy Martin system, the runners do not go unless they get permission from the bench. They have to get the sign. Rick Houser coaches at third, Elston Howard, the first base coach of the New Yorkers. Royals lead the Yanks first inning 3-0 at Yankee Stadium. Now the check by the tall left hand half the Rivers goes. The pitch is swung on and fouled away. That one hit on a high hop and bounced over the Yankee dugout into the box seat. The first was going to thrown out by... Cincinnati won their game this afternoon at Riverfront Stadium, 76 over the Phillies, to gain a three-game sweep over the Phillies and win the National League Tennis. They won those games 6-3, 6-2, to to and today they won 7-6. Our congratulations to the Cincinnati Reds. White digging in now, waiting on a strike two deliver from Hassler. Rivers, though so with lead, doesn't go. The pitch is wide, and the count is 1-2 now on Roy White. Brett uh, deeper at third base with two strikes on the batter. Katek and Randolph, the keystone combination, about in double play depth. And Mayberry trying to keep Rivers close, but Rivers has a team size lead at the moment. The pitch to White is outside, Rivers holding on at first. Hasbro's trying to get the breaking pitch over, and a miss on that one. to me, Mary. and the back easily is Rivers. All right, he spreads out at the plate, waits on the next delivery. He takes out outside, that'll make it 3-2. Now, well, you know, they really keep an eye on Mickey Rivers over there first base. Lead the Yanks 3 0 in the opening inning. Rivers with a bigger lead. He goes. The fish is swung on. Missed. Throw to second by Martinez. He is out at second. It is a double play. White covered the bag and took the tie on Rivers. Cut down on the steal attempt as Roy White struck out. That makes it two down with the bases empty. And here is Thurman Munson. Very fine Yankee catcher. Munson hitting a 3 for 10 and even 300 for the series. One RBI and one extra base hit. That was a double. Right hand batter waiting, and Hasler deals a breaking ball outside. Hasler has good speed. His fastball runs away from the right hand batter. Down the away to him. Royals three, New York nothing, first inning. Yanks back. they've got the races empty now and two downs. There's a top foul right down in the dirt at the plate. Good throw there by Martinez, right on the target. Yes, there had to be right on the target, too, with Rivers going. Mickey got a pretty good jump, but not an exceptional one. But it was a good fastball, and that was a good one to get off the bases for Kansas City. Now, Andy Hassler checking his sign with uh, Martinez, ready to work again. The one one to Munson takes a half cut. He'll check with Haller, and he says he went across. It's a strike. Maloney, the plate umpire, took the looks to the umpire first base, Bill Haller. Checked on that one, and Haller said he went across. One two to count on Munson. Now, uh, Hassler, he's a big sigh, ready to go to work again. He rocks into action. He pitches. It is a bombing foul. It's down past Dick of the third base coach. Seems to be a difference in a World Series crowd and a playoff crowd. They're more excited here than they are in a World Series. They sort of sit on their hands a lot of times in these Yankee Stadium World Series. They're different folks. I believe you're right about that was more of an extension of the regular season, too. Here's a pitch. He takes a high curve. 2-2, two, two, the count on Munson. Cowan's a center fielder slightly over the left. Walford, fairly deep in left field on Thurman. Now Haskell looks him over, goes into action again. The pitch is high again. That's the fastball, 3-2, and Haskell wants another ball to work with the Royals picked up three runs on three hits in the opening inning. Walked to Wolford, a single by Brett. Got Wolford in after he stole second. Mayberry single sent to Brett to third. McRae knocked him in with a sacrifice fly, and Poquette doubled in Mayberry. Here's the windup, the full count pitch. He swings as a drive to right. Going back, Poquette is there, he has it, and the inning is over. The Yankees with no runs. One hit, no errors, nobody left. And at the end of the first inning, Royal's
1: three as his there's only one one
0: And as oh, your boy, St. Louis, he Royals three Yankees nothing. Freddie Pottsack will lead off against Doc Ellis, who weathered the three-run storm there in the first inning here at Yankee Stadium tonight. Oh, Pottsack, to Martinez, and Wolford, those will be the first three batters to face Doc Ellis. The managers have not yet yet named their pitchers for game four. They say they'll do it when this game is over, but speculation is it'll be Larry Gurra probably for Kansas City. And uh, should the Yankees lose, they'll probably come back with Patrick Hunter. Uh, Should they win, Billy Martin more than likely would use the Holtzman or Figueroa. See, it's at the plate. Little right-handed batting shortstop facing Doc Ellis. And it's a strike call. Freddy batting 286, that's 2 for 7 in the series so far. Couple of ex-teammates against each other, they were both at Pittsburgh together. There's a strike, he got a quick slider over. Two strikes on Freddy pocket He stands fairly deep in the batter's box, the outfield plays in away. the back now. Fred takes the fastball very wide. Three-nothing Royals, they got three in the opening inning. They're batting now in the second. The Yankees started off as if they might do some damage. Single by Rivers, but then a strikeout, and he was cut down stealing. Bounding ball wide at first. Chambliss makes a good stop. Throw to Ellis, covering, and it is out at first base. Good play by Chambliss and Ellis combining. Chambliss had to go very wide, almost into the hole between first and second. Here's Buck Martinez. Right hand batting Texas. One down, nobody on second inning. Royals ahead to 3-0 over the Yankees. Martinez has one for six, but he has driven in two runs. He batted 148 against the Yankees during the regular campaign. Ellis has uh, slowed up his pitching pace a little bit. He was working uh, a lot quicker in the opening inning. Here's the slider across, good pitch, strike called on the Buck Martinez. One out, nobody on. Second sign by Ellis, he delivers. Here's a swing and a miss, that one about letter high. Just about a capacity crowd here at the remodeled Yankee Stadium. Keenan waiting on the next delivery here it comes, he takes his strike, that one got the outside quarter. and he walks back to the bench, the strikeout victim. Two strikeouts for Doc Ellis. Here's Wolford has started the uh, three-run surge in the first of the baseball ball. Three balls. searches it first for Kansas City. Troutiller coaches at third. There's a bombing ball up the middle, going for it is Stanley. Back at second, he has it throw the first. He got it. Another good play by the Yankee infield, and the Royals go down one, 2 one-two-three at the end of one and one half innings. Royals three, Yankees nothing.
2: There
3: I was, successful businessman, wonderful family, nice home, no crabgrass.
0: But I had to work for it all. I never actually won anything until I played budget line at. I can't wait to win is awesome. I won! And you
1: can't see
0: because every night's
2: driver went on five different fights. Deep we first writing of a brand new several eight. All the way to terrific looking in shirt iron. Look, there's no purchase necessary, and the offer expires November 30th. So unless it's prohibited in your area, I can't wait till you're
0: on today at participating budget locations. Be an instant winner. Life is massive, and you're a winner. Think state rules available at participating locations or see our mail-in offer in National Magazine. And right now at participating budget locations, you can rent a Chevrolet for Prince or similar car for only $14.95 a day. 16 cents a mile plus cash. Be an instant winner of budget rent-a-car. Lou Panella coming about and getting his usual uh, Lou <laughs> greeting, Something that uh, follows him wherever he goes. They're not going, uh, Panella. They're pronouncing his first name. He thought of an extended fashion. I'm happy to (laughs) have. Pinella was two for five. That's the batting mark of 400. And Hasbro not quite ready to deliver yet. Wally Moses told me that he accidentally received one of the greatest ovations ever accorded to player in this ballpark. He was at Yankee Stadium when it was announced over the PA that Mussolini had been overthrown. His premier of Italy. That was a real kid. Here's Piniella stepping in now. Royals 3, New York nothing. And the pitch. Hassler delivers. It's in close. Big, strong-looking left-hander, Andy Hassler. Start of the year, you remember, with a California Angel. Here's the wind-up, and Hassler delivers. Is a bombing ball over his glove. Pacek comes up with it, throw to Mayberry, good play, got him. Pacek ranging wide to his left. And Ned Frank White almost had a shot at that ball too. It looked as though either one of them could have made the play, but it was easier for Pacek crossing to his left, and he had to play in front of him, and the bag in front of him, and of course has a stronger arm. Here's Chris Sammish now, he's hit safely in the last nine games of the regular season and the first two in this series, and he's the top hitter on this club in this series, 556. Five for nine. Left hand batter waiting on Hashler. And he takes the fastball outside. Stamless also batted 383 against Kansas City 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 during the regular season. And had a couple of home runs. Left hander against the left hander. One out. Royals lead 3-0 in the second. Here's the slider outside. Almost went for that one, but checked off. Brett wide of the bag at third. Stamless a closed stance batter waiting on Hasler's 2-0 pitch. Swing, hard smash on the ground, a white at second. He has it for the Mayberry, and there are two downs. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network. With a 97-coin cashbox sticker, you could win a set of keys, or even money. But without a sticker, you get nothing. K-O-I-N, Portland. Along with Ned Martin, this is Ernie Harwood at Yankee Stadium. 3 nothing Royals, second inning, medals at bat. Two out for the Yankees. Nobody on. Left of Batter takes a breaking pitch low. The home run champion of the American League, Greg Nettles, has one hit, a double in seven turns at bat in the championship series. Takes the ball high, at the shoulder. Two and oh. The count on Greg. Hotak has moved to his glove side. Moving over toward the bag of second from the shortstop position. There's a low one outside. 3-0 on Nettles. Nettles had only one of his home runs against Kansas City. And he batted 143 against the Royal Pitching through the year. He takes a strike right through the heart of the plate above the knees. 3-1 the count him. Royals lead the Yanks 3-0. Yankees batting. Two out, none on second inning. There's a half cut. Let's get the ruling. It is ball four. He walked in. Umpire Maloney checking with the third base. Umpire Larry McCoy, and he said he did not go across. It'll be a two-out walk. That's the first issue by Hachler. And here is Elliot Maddox, the right-hand batting right fielder. From the University of Michigan. Big Ten batting champion in his collegiate days. Maddox uh, with one hit and four trips in the championship series. Nettles slightly to first base. Maddox backs away an inside fastball from Hasklett. Three runs, three hits to the Royals. The Yanks have no runs on one hit. They got an infield hit off Rivers, leading it off in the first inning. Hasklett in the set position on the mound, delivered. In close, they're picking in close and low on Maddox. Against New York now this year, Hasler didn't have any decisions. And he worked a total of 18 innings. He allowed 10 hits and 2 runs. One of them was earned. And his the walk-to-strikeout the ratio was good. He walked 5 and struck out 10. Now, the little conference is over. Martinez down to give the sign. 2 0 pitch to Maddox. He takes the strike and cuts the breaking ball. 2 and 1 the count on Elliott Maddox. Maddox out about a year and a half with injuries. Our Nettles are trying to get a little longer lead at first base. It's a 2 1 pitch coming up. Maddox swings and hits one off his foot. The ball bounces down toward Mayberry, foul territory. 2 2 the count on Maddox. I think the old ballpark's about Phil now. Yeah, I believe uh, they finally did it. At first, when we came along, there were a lot of blues going in those seats, but they've uh, they've come close to capacity and probably will tomorrow, too. And this, more than likely now, will be the biggest crowd of the year in uh, the new Yankee Stadium. They drew over two million. They led the American League and uh, paid attendance. The bench is trying to move Polquette over towards center field from right a little bit. Now Maddox swings and fouls it away. Poquette was hugging the line a little bit too much down in the right field corner. her Herzog and Killer and all of them were waving their caps in arms, trying to get the Polquette to move over towards center field a little bit more. Still a 2-2 count on Maddox, 3-0 Royals lead. Two outs, the Yankees have the nettles at first base. The pitch is swung on and missed. He struck him out. And that retires the Yankees with no runs on it. No hits, they had a walk, no errors, one man left. out at the end of two innings, Kansas City three, New York nothing. Hey,
3: let's go look for a new van this weekend. We've looked for a new van, you know that. There just aren't any vans around. But honey, I know Webster Wilford Ford out in Oregon City has some. We haven't looked there yet. And they not only have vans, they've also got pickups and four by fours and vans ready to be customized.
0: Well, it's gonna be the same old story we've heard everywhere else we've looked. They'll have to wait forever on delivery. So what's the rush about looking this weekend?
3: Webster-Wolford Ford has vans in stock right now. They're a small dealership, but that's where you get the best deal. From a little dealer that has a low overhead and a large inventory.
0: All right, I'm convinced. But where is Webster-Wolford Ford?
3: Here in Oregon City at 11th and Main Street. Oh, I'm so excited. I've got the perfect van for us. I'll pick you out.
0: Yeah, well, that's just fine.
3: You what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Well, I just happened to be driving by, and I just...
0: Webster Wilford Boyd, now with a large selection of 76 bands and trucks in stock at 11th and Main Street in Oregon City. You're tuned to your CBS radio network station for Game 3 in the American League Playoffs. And that means you'll be tuned to the only radio spot for the World Series. Starting Saturday, October 16th, CBS Radio Sports brings you exclusive radio play-by-play coverage. Follow the series on radio right here. Brock Ellis on the mound with the Yankees now. 3-0, the Royals lead. Royals coming to bat in the first half of inning number three at Yankee Stadium. Game three of the American League Championship Series. The Yankees took the first one in Kansas City 4-1. The Royals came back Sunday night to tie it with a 7-3 victory. Yesterday was an off day, and action resumed here tonight in New York. First championship game in Yankee Stadium since 1964. While he has at the plate, he struck out his first tip against the Yankee right-hander Doc Ellis. There's a fastball in close around the knees. Allen's a good all around ball player, and he's in centre field because of the injury to Amos Otis. Here's the motion, the pitch by Ellis swing and a foul ball hit into the Royal dugout and it bounds out. Ellis the one and all against the Yankees this year. He won seventeen in last eight. Here's the pitch, he swings a bounding ball up the middle, a big hopper, Randolph deep at second, has it, throw to first, he is there in time, and it's a base hit. Cowan beat it out. Randolph did uh, well just to get to that ball, and then he couldn't get much on it, he was so deep back at second base. That'll be a hit for Cowan, that is the fourth Royal hit. Here's George Fred who is uh, eating up the Yankee pitching in this series. He had a single and drove in the first run of the opening inning. He now has five for eight at 6.25. Man on first challenge, he doesn't go. The pitch to Brett is a strike. And once again, we see Rivers over to the left field side of center on George Brett. Brett is the dream of a batting coach. He does not try to hit a home run every time. He'll go with a pitch. He won't try to pull everything. And he's got a good knowledge of the strike zone. Toss over the first, but challenge is back with ease. Now the strike one pitch to George Brett. He takes the fastball outside, one and one. Mayberry waiting at the on-deck circle. Ellis uh, keeping a rather slow pace now. Royals lead the Yanks 3 0. We're in the third inning in New York. It's a pitch out, but the challenge is not moving. 2 1, they count on Brett. Brett stepping out, looking down at third base coach Hiller. Brett batted uh, 3 0 8 last season. Now the pitch is caught on and hit uh, down the third base, starting it will be foul. Brett got his chance uh, back in 73 when uh, Paul Shaw was put out of action. He came up and uh, played his first Major League Baseball at that time, and went down later and came back to stay. Some people say, Ernie, that it uh, kind of looks good to watch him pitch because he's ambidextrous. He can throw equally as well with the left hand as he can with the right. That would be fun two to count on Brett. Ellis delivers. Here's a ball outside. Only one pitcher in Major League history has ever done that Is in the competition. Fellow named Tony Mullane. You broadcast when he was playing? Yeah, about 1890, I think it was. Here's a pitch. Runner goes. Bounding ball up the middle. Randolph has it in second. Touches the back. Throw the first. Double play for the end. Oh, that ball was hit right in the right spot for New York. They had the hit-and-run on. Brett bounced one over the head of Ellis. Randolph, breaking with the pitch, moving over to his right towards second, grabbed it, touched the bag, and then he threw it first, and Brett was out by a good margin for the D.C. Well, sometimes the hit-and-run will work for you Ned, and sometimes it'll backfire just like that. This may at the plate now. He had a single his first time up. There's a strike on the outside corner. Doc Ellis fed him a fastball. Now this time Rivers is playing him over in right center and very deep. The infield is shifted over on him too. There's a ball outside. Stanley is playing over on the right field side of second. Randolph is back in short right field. And Cam is near the line at deep first base. Only nettle's on the left side of the infield. There's a bounding ball up the middle. Stanley grabs it back a second throw to first, and the shift pays off for New York. They took a hit away from Mayberry. No runs on one hit, no errors. Nobody left. And in the middle of the third, Royals 3, New York nothing. When you say,
3: love, you say Things nobody else can say. When you say it's you've gone as far as you can go to get the very best. When
1: you say it's right, you tell the world you know what makes it all the way. When you say it's right, you say you're caring not to own it, what's the key?
0: And I'm the headquarters St. Louis, Missouri. The former Nash Liger, Willie Winnie Randolph would lead off for the New Yorkers in the third. The Royals have a three-nothing lead over the Yankees. They got all three of them off Doc Ellis in the opening inning left hander Hassler, ready to deal into Randolph, who is looking for his first hit in the championship series. He batted 296 against Kansas City during the regular season. Randolph and McRae are the only two regulars that would have hit so far in the playoffs. Well, here's the right-hand batting Randolph at the plate, and Hassler, the. he... Big, strong-looking left-hander ready to go into action. Three-nothing Royals. Yanks it back in the third. There's a strike. That pitch breaking down the and way. And it's got you.
2: are experiencing some technical difficulties from New York, please stand by. This is KOI in Portland, 14. past 6 o'clock. We uh, seem to have lost our audio feed from New York temporarily, and uh, we will have it back for you, we hope, momentarily. In the meantime... I would like to remind you that we have a University of Oregon football game. That will be coming up on uh, Saturday, one fifteenth, For the game between the University of Oregon Ducks and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That game live and direct in South Bend. And I'm sorry, I gave you an incorrect start time. I'm sorry, that starts, I believe, at 10.15. Because they do play back in South Bend, Indiana. Seattle Seahawks take on Tampa Bay this coming Sunday. That scheduled time is 10.40 on Sunday morning. So, if you're into football, particularly the University of Oregon or Seattle Seahawks football, be sure to stay right where you are on Sports Radio 97. We have temporarily lost our audio uh, transmission of the game between the Yankees and the Royals. We'll have it back for you as soon as we can. In the meantime, we'll give you a little music until we can establish our communication lines again. minutes Chance, 6 o'clock, this is KOI in Portland, and we temporarily have lost our broadcast of the New York Yankees Kansas City Royal Championship game. Don't know exactly where time and the Chance to be like to satellite is, uh, the satellite has landed upon some hard times. At any rate, uh, we don't have two audio courses coming in right now. I will. Uh, Get it back to you as soon as we can. Find out what's happening from CBS. In the meantime, we'll give you some music and a few other things as well.
0: Kelly's Lazy Boy Showcase is having a World Series sale now. We want you to enjoy the games in the world's most popular and comfortable chair, so we've reduced the prices on the Northwest's largest selection of Lazy Boy chairs. You'll find over 300 rocking recliners, wall recliners, seat recliners, swivel rockers, and office chairs. They're on display and ready to go in a great selection of styles, fabrics, and colors. At Kelly's Lazy Boy Showcase. Northeast 42nd and Sandy Boulevard in Hollywood. Smooth sales in a great talkers. And Hillsborough Dodge, we're a good listeners. Smooth sales and Chuck Grope. And Hillsborough Dodge Service Manager, Maureen Yonkers. And here's parts manager, Don Peterson. <laughs> oh, well, if we you what good listeners, we really are Hillsborough Dodge. We listen, learn what you need, and give you great service on your car or truck and
2: The game is now at the end of the third inning, with the Kansas City Royals holding a three-to-nothing lead over the New York Yankees. I'm sorry about the problem we're having with the network as soon as we can reestablish our communication lines with New York. We'll bring that game to you live and direct via CBS. In the meantime, I'll give you some music. It's 19 and a half past six o'clock at 1097 in Portland.
0: A great little car that gives you what you pay for, and 200 gallons of gas from Buick. In California, ECA estimates are lower. California ECA estimates
3: are lower.
0: Number three of the National League Championship Series. It's uh, one victory apiece right now. And in this one, the Royals lose New York 3-0. Cincinnati is in the suite of the National League Championship Series with a 76th win today in Cincinnati over the Philadelphia Phillies. So they win the National League pennant and will meet the winner of this series in the World Series, which will get underway on Saturday and be brought to you on CBS Radio. Here's Roy White stepping in now. The Yankee fans are trying to clap up a rally. White struck out in the strikeout. Turned into a double play when Ruiz was out trying to see the second. That was in the first inning. He takes the breaking ball. in from the tall left-hander, Hasler strike one call. Three runs, for it for Kansas City. Ain't no runs in one hit. Ball wide at third now, short hot Hoddick, has it for right the first to Mayberry. He got him. Good pickup by Mayberry. Now, those Kansas City infielders know that they can let that ball fly, they don't have to aim it. John Mayberry is one of the best at digging the throws out of the dirt, and that's exactly what he did on that play. One up and one away. Here's Mike. The only Yankee who has hit a five-ball in the outfield so far. The Kansas uh, City infielders have done most of the work. Now Hopsler in the back. And and deals. It's a strike. That's that breaking pitch on the outside corner. He's working in that outside corner on the right-hand hitter. Cowan's incentive is slightly toward left. Wolford deep in left field, the pitch is swung on the bounding ball to the glove side of Patek, he digs it out, throw to Mayberry, and there are two Yankees out in the fourth inning, both the same way, short to first, and here comes Luke Canella up again, he bounced out short to first in the second inning, Now well, Mr. Patek has been busy already down there with the glove, got four assists and a put out already, put in to work, 3-0, Royals lead. Panella likes to take his time and 7-7 uh, the batter's box. Andy Hassler looks him over. They wind up from the pitch. gets a bombing ball to third deep and gets past Brett, who tried to backhand it. It's off the wall, back in left field. Chased down by Patek, and he keeps Panella at first base. I take the fan reached out, and the umpires are going to move for uh, Panella to second now. They'll give him a double on the fan interference. The rules used to be automatic, but now the umpires are allowed to give the batter what they think he would have made had not the interference occurred, and Panella will get a double. Well, that time, uh, a lot of times fans don't realize it could hurt their own club. This time they helped their own club because Piniella had turned the bag and had stumbled and had fallen down, but now a Whitey Herzog is coming out to uh, just get a little bit clear on that rule. He wants to uh, say why. If a fan didn't touch it, but somebody apparently did, in the judgment of Joe Brinkman, who was the closest umpire to where the ball hit. it hit off that railing, which jumped out toward the line, and as fans have a habit of doing on such as that, he went over and tried to get it. And uh, Whitey's argument would uh, probably be, well, if uh, the ball had not been touched by a fan, and since Vanilla fell uh, going around first base, he might not have made second base anyway. But it's uh, to no avail as far as Kansas City is concerned. Phenella stays at second. It is scored as a double. That's the second New York hit. And now Chambliss has been uh, one of the toughest hitters for the Yankees. Steps up against Hathaway. Fourth inning, Royals lead New York 3-0. There are two down and Phenella at second base. Shamblitz takes the strike outside corner fastball. First time he bounced uh, on a hard smash to Frank White at second. Five hits and ten hits for Shamblitz. Now the step, the pitch on the way, he swings as they dive to right, it's deep, going back for yet it may be, it is gone, and there is the first home run of the series, a two-run homer by Chandler. it is now Royals 3, the Yankees 2. throws the Yankees within one of the Royals. Three to two. Going Pinellas in front of him. Now, time called, there's something thrown on the field over in left. Picture paper, I believe, has to be retrieved. Medals the next batter. He walked his first time up. catch it, Hassler through looked as if it was a little bit toward the inside and uh, between the belt and the knees. Camus gave it a ride. It was a long, hard smash on a line in the right field. Here's Nettles, and he takes the ball high. Three to two. The Royals in the lead in the fourth. Foul ball, ball right up his foot. The ball bounds the back of the plate. Gene Monahan, the Yankee trainer, coming out to check with medals now. He's up, so He's flipping a little bit. That ball went over the wall between the 385-foot marker and 353-foot marker. That wall at that point, 8 feet high. Pulled into right center by Chambliss, and uh, he hit it very hard. The first home run of the championship series in the American League. Three to two now, the Royals lead the Yanks. Here's the 1-1 delivery, and Nettles takes a breaking ball in letters for strike. Fell away from that one a little bit, and it broke over. The Royals got three in the first, the Yanks just... Returned with two here in the fourth. It's a fastball outside. High and away to Greg Nettles. 2-2. Billy Martin being uh, in front of the dugout. Put on the second step. Watching the action. The 2-2 pitch. He took it. Low. That was the curve. 3-2. They count on Nettles. for Texas time of Petra Martinez. Wind up, the pitch on the way. Swing, and a miss. He struck him out on a curve. Todd retired, but the Yankees get two on the double by Panella, the home run by Sandler. Two runs, two hits, no errors. Nobody left, and at the end of the fourth inning, Royals three, Yankees two. Now that you're about to buy a microwave oven, know the facts about P.P.'s. These are the facts from the Amana Cupmatic radar range, the first microwave oven with a memory. Set it and it remembers to defrost, cook, and call you when dinner's ready. Freezer to table one, two, three. Amana Cookmatic power shift lets you select the cooking speed you need, puts you in full control of everything you cook. Amana 675 watts of cooking power Cooks almost everything in one-fourth the usual time And saves energy Uses 50 to 75% less energy than a conventional electric range The stainless steel interior is big enough to roast a family-sized turkey The removable glass oven tray catches, spills and boil overs All this plus Amana's full five-year warranty on the Magnetron Covers Magnetron costs, labor charges, even the service man's travel expenses for five years These are the facts Amana believes once you know the facts You'll buy an Amana Touchmatic radar range. Simple as that. It's a close one now. Royals 3, Yankees 2. We go to the fifth inning of game number three in the American League Championship Series. This one at Yankee Stadium. Uh, the first here in New York after the two teams divided their first two games in Royals Stadium in Kansas City. Doc Ellis on the mound for the Yankees and the Hatchler. It's the pitcher for Kansas City. And now Ellis getting ready to pitch to the Royals in the fifth inning. It'll be Freddie Patek to lead it off. Followed by the number nine batter, Buck Martinez. And then the leadoff man, Jim Wolford. Patek uh, bounced out to first base his first time at bat. Chambers made a good play going wide to his right. Over towards second base. And Ellis uh, also made a good play combining with Chambers as he raced to the mound to take the throw from Chris. So here's uh, the rubbish-shot top, who is sparkled with a glove already, now comes up with a bat. Ellis looking around at his uh, infield alignment. But now he's ready for action. He pitches, and Fred takes his strike. Well, the floor of the game was all Kansas City for a while, and now it seems to belong to the Yankees. Patek swings a bombing ball up the middle. It'll be through for a hit. Ellis made an effort to grab that ball as it went by, but he couldn't get it. And Patek is on with a single. In four of the five innings, the Royals have put their leadoff man on base against Doc Ellis. But only in one inning have they scored. They got all three of their runs in the first. Here's Buck Martinez, who took a tall third strike. His only trip to the plate. Nettles is in close in case uh, Martinez wants to bunt. Chambliss holding on the bag with Pottec, and uh, there's a throw over there. Fred gets back safely. Excellent base runner, Freddy Pottec. Chambliss trying to keep him close to the bag at first. One run lead for the Royals, three to two. It's a ball in too close on the catcher, Martinez. He'll be followed by the leadoff man, Wolford. Here in the royal fifth inning. Kansas City with three runs and five hits and no errors, and the Yankees have two runs, three hits, and no errors. Now the set by Ellis, the right-hander pitches out, but nothing happens at Protect holding it first. Freddie had 51 steals in the regular season, and they nipped him 15 times. Grant Jackson and Dick Kidrow throwing in the Yankee then now. Left-handed and right-handed. Well, the first, Patek is back easily. He and Otis are the only uh, Royals who are allowed to go strictly on their own on a field. He goes. The is swung on miss. Here's Munson's throw. He is out at second. And Patek doesn't believe it. He's putting up a big argument with Frank. Stanley came across, took the throw. It was a high throw on the right field side. Freddy thought he slid under it. But Art the second base umpire, signaled him out. And there'll be an argument out there. Whitey Herzog has gone out. So have his two coaches. First play, I think they're arguing that he had slid past the tag and that the tag never had been made. The throw was there, and so was Freddy. And he was awfully mad for a moment. And immediately Hiller came out. To take the heat off project so he wouldn't be ejected from the game. You got to do an awful lot, of course, to be ejected from a World Series. But he was not quite that steamy. But uh, he had a few things to say to Art France, the second base umpire. And that Jimmy Martin's gone out now, and he's taking up an argument with uh, Bill Haller. Exactly about what I couldn't say. <laughs> I don't know either, Billy. You better stop it. These things are going your way right now. He's out on the steal attempt, and a very uh, tough argument out there around second base is over, but Martin continues his discussion with the first base umpire, Hollis. He keeps pointing out towards second, and the argument uh, continues uh, down there just inside of first base. As of right now, I don't see any Royal runner down there, so Billy has had his say, and uh, maybe he wants them to watch something about base running or somebody going out of the line or not. A prospect didn't go out of the line. Martinez at the plate, and the count on him is two balls and one strike. As the action resumes here, 3-2, the Royals in the lead. And they're batting in the fifth inning against Doc Ellis. Bounding ball hit to Randolph. He has a nice, easy hop, throw to Chandler, and there are two downs. That'll bring up the leadoff man, Jim Wolfert. Jim is walking short a run and bouncing shortstop. That gives him over one officially tonight. He has one hit in eight turns uh, so far in the series. Right-hander against the right-hander. He starts the run and takes the ball wide. Ball one. Royals lead the Yankees. We're in the fifth inning in New York. Right, uh, Ellis hit the outside corner. Ellis has uh, settled down a little bit. He's had uh, good uh, defensive support tonight. Neither team's made an error so far. There's a cut and a miss on a knee-high pitch. And the count now is one ball and two strikes on Wolford. Now Cowan's right on deck for KC. Now the look of the sign for Ellis. Here's the windup in the pit. He swings fly ball to the field. Rivers backing up. He's there. He has it. And the five retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left. In the middle of the fifth inning, the score is Royals 3, the Yankees 2. Kelly's Lazy Boy Showcase is having a
2: World Series sale now. We want you to enjoy the games in the world's most popular and comfortable
0: chair, so we reduce the prices on the Northwest's largest selection of Lazy Boy chairs. You'll find over 300 rocking recliners, wall recliners, seat recliners,
2: global rockers, and office chairs. They're on display and ready to go in a great selection of styles,
0: fabrics, and colors at Kelly's Lazy Boy Showcase, Northeast 42nd and Sandy Boulevard in Hollywood. Food salesmen are great coffers. Hillsborough Dodge, we're a good listeners Meet salesman Chuck Brok. And Hillsborough Dodge service manager Maureen Younger. And here's parts manager Don Peterson. <laughs> oh, well, you see what good listeners we really are, Hillsborough Dodge? We listen, learn what you need, and give you great service on your car or truck. Hillsborough Dodge, only Bungie Dodge, first and Washington. <laughs> CBS Radio Sports is bringing you the play-by-play action in the American League Championship. And there's more to come, the World Series starts October 16th. That's next Saturday, and you'll hear exclusive radio coverage play-by-play of the 1976 World Series right here on this CBS Radio Network station. Halfway through the game here at Yankee Stadium, we're going into the last half of the fifth inning, the Royals' three-run five, it's no errors. New York, two runs, three hits, no errors. And it's my pleasure now to bring in my colleague, the longtime voice of the Boston Red Sox, Ned Martin. Thank you, Ernie Harwell. And here we go in inning number five, bottom half. The Yankees trailing by a run. And you get the feeling that somewhere along the line this game is going to develop into a beauty because uh, there is a tension. Each team has played well, has been in timely fashion at times. There have been no errors. There's been one pass ball, but that didn't really figure any unearned runs. Elliott Maddox will lead it off. He struck out swinging to end the second inning. Andy Hassler's only real mistake was a ball out over the plate to Chris Stambler, who rammed it into right center for a two-run homer. Right before that, the hit by Pinella was a ball that just eluded George Brett at third. He went over to backhand it, flipped away from him, and then got involved in that ground rule double ruling. Maddox stands in, right-handed batter. Andy Hassler, all set to pitch to him. Rough hander kicks and throws and curves him down and in, ball one. Again an appeal. More appeals toward the corner umpires tonight than there have been in the first couple of games on check swing. The plate umpire will tell you that's probably his toughest call. Ground ball shortstop way again. A busy Freddie Potek up and over in time. Maddox grounds to short. Freddie Potek continues to have heavy traffic down there at shortstop. Five assists for him and a put out. Willie Randolph grounded to Potec in the third. Right-handed hitting second baseman for the Yankees. It's by Hassler, and it's up high, ball one. Hassler can throw hard. Features a fastball that sinks, for the most part. Will run away from a right-handed batter and tries to keep it around the knee. But he's got good velocity on it, unlike a lot of sinker ball pitchers who just keep it there and change speed. The next pitch is high. Ball two, and the count is 2-0 to Randolph. Hassler has a sinking fastball and a slider. 2-0 pitch. Fastball way outside to Randolph, ball three. So Willie has the count entirely his way. Three balls, no strike. Royals three, Yankees two, bottom of the fifth inning. Hit it. Strike stall right there. Randolph now checks off with third base coach Dick Hauser. Hit or take on three and one. One out. for work, inside ball four. Randolph on with a one-out walk, and he represents the tying run. Bringing to the plate the number nine hitter, Mickey, or er, Fred Stanley. Already in foot sometime when he confused Mickey Stanley, the, the evergreen center fielder, infielder, whatever you don't with the Dodgers. The veteran, along with uh, Fred Stanley, the Yankee shortstop. Fred popped up to Patek in the third. Big lead by Randolph. He shoots back to first on a throw over there. Willie Randolph can steal a base for you also. He goes back and another throw over there. And Elson Howard is claiming ball. It is not ruled a ball. But Ellie Howard immediately went up to Bill Haller and said, hey, what about that move to first? But it was declared a legal throw over there and no motion toward the plate made. Here's the trip to the plate. Strike called on Stan Lee. Shortened up on the bat and took a fastball inside corner. In the Royal Bullpen, their first action, left-hander Tom Hall and right-hander Marty Patton. The count is all-in-one to Stanley. He backs out, asking for time. Now sets himself. Randolph leads away from first. A four- or five-step lead. A curve ball bunted at. Missed for a strike. They did call it a strike. They haven't put it on the board yet. Nope, he called the ball. One ball, one strike. One-in-one. It appeared that the strike call had been given, but it's one ball, one strike now with one out. Bailey seeing about advancing that run to second base or hitting behind the runner. Good lead by Randolph. Back he goes to first. Low throw dug out by Mayberry. Tight ball game. Yankees trailing 3-2 as they bat in the fifth. Randolph goes into a good-sized lead at first base. Pitches high and tight. Two and one. Depending on the runner, what, matter some uh, runners like to take a lead like Randolph takes. Some get a better jump and will take only about a four-step lead. Some, like Randolph, take 5 steps. Tommy Harper who's a fine base stealer in the American League for years, likes, to, likes a five-step lead. Others will get a walking start. Some, like Lou Brock, try to move the top part of their body, and that's what they call the jump instead of the feet. It's the lean. Here's the pitch. Inside. Ball three. Call by Maybury as he goes to the mound to talk to his pitcher Hassler. Trying to settle Andy down now. There's one out in the Yankee fifth inning. Willie Randolph at first. The count is three and one to Stanley. And Dick Hauser, the third base coach, just had his word with Fred Stanley. Randolph had 37 stolen bases in the regular season. and bunt toward first, it's foul. Strike two, three and two. Stanley tried to push one down the first baseline. Randolph was holding wide at first. So now a three and two count. We'll watch Randolph on this one with one out. Both teams now are playing close, tight, trying for inside baseball, getting a run. It's a one-run ball game now, and the Yankees can play it differently. They needed the home run from Chambliss, first of all. Go to first. Randolph was uh, dancing around out there at first. I don't believe at that particular time he had a notion of going. But he drew the pro over there. Three and two to Stanley. Infield at double play depth around second. Hit, runner goes, fouled off. Randolph was on his way, but will have to come back. Three and two. And that moon, which is a waning moon, not a waxing moon, but a moon we saw over the left field fence in Kansas City, over the right field fence, rather, is coming up over the left field fence here at Yankee Stadium. Over the river and over the drive. Three and two. Here goes Randolph, ground ball right side. Mayberry plays it alone, has to go to first. Steps on the bag, and Randolph moves into scoring position. Stanley did his job uh, well as far as hitting behind the runner, but Big John Mayberry was right there to field it and prevent it from going into right field, which would put Randolph at third. So Randolph holds up at second base, and he is in scoring position with two outs. Then I was wandering over to the press box, and the, most of the people over there seemed to think the argument by Billy Martin might have been because the poppet threw his helmet when he got up and started the argument. Maybe Billy really wanted to put out of the game. Billy will uh, press every advantage in a ball game. He pitches outside to Mickey Rivers, ball one. Rivers is one for two. Had an infield hit for short in the first inning and thrown out trying to steal on a double play as it turned out when White struck out into the double play. Last time up Wookiee Mickey fouled out the third. The 1-0 pitch to him by Hassler. Ground ball right side taken by Frank White. Fires to Mayberry. That's all. Rivers grounds out second to first to end the fifth for New York. No runs, no hits. They leave one and through five full innings. It's the Royals three and the Yankees two. Ever since Budweiser was first brewed back in 1876, the Budweiser people have talked with pride about the careful way they brew the king of beer and that great Budweiser taste. Here's how we were saying it ten years ago. <laughs> No matter how you say it, or sing it, it all adds up to a taste smoothness and drinkability that made Budweiser the king of gears for a hundred years. Anheuser Bush, headquarters, St. Louis,
1: Missouri.
0: Fans be a World Series expert by knowing the history and events that make it America's top sports attraction. It's all inside the official 1976 World Series program, the one that's sold at the series. Get the full rundowns on the divisional winners. It's at selected newsstands, or you can send a check or money order for $2.50 to World Series Program, Post Office Box 666, San Francisco, California, 94101. That's World Series Program, PO Box 666, San Francisco, 94101. The proceeding has been brought to you on behalf of Major League Baseball. The Royals coming up from the top of the sixth inning, leading the Yankees 3-2. They got their three runs right off the bat in the first inning off Doc Ellis. On a walk of stolen base, a single, another single, a pass ball, a sacrifice fly, and a double. Yankees came back later on in the fourth inning on a two-run homer by Chris Tamblett. The first home run of the playoff series. The National League championship series is all over for the second straight year the Reds sweep their opposition they did it to pittsburgh last year they did it to philadelphia this year today going up with three runs in the ninth inning to win seven six as ernie said our congratulations to sparky anderson and his cincinnati reds check swing by al cowens as they go into the top of the six is fouled off and a strike one Al Fitzmaurice, a right-hander, is throwing now in the bullpen for Kansas City. LA's fellas just haven't seen in ballgames yet. Short series, and the starters have gone along except for Leonard. There's a foul tip. Nothing in two to Cowan. Al struck out in the first and singled in the third. On the series so far, 3 for 10. Ellis settling nicely since the first inning. Collins grounds one to the left side, stabbed by Nettles, going to his left, falls down, gets up and throws him out. Nice play by Greg Nettles. He used to come hard with the brush of good hit, no field, but he is Fielded his position very well this year. He made a fine play that time, going far to his left, knocking the ball down, or loving it, rather, and then falling to his knees and riding himself to make the play. Seen some good fielding plays in the infield by both sides in this game tonight. George Brett up, singled home a run in the first. Pitches down low to him, ball one. And he grounded into a double play on a hit and run in the third. Brett fired for nine on the series. There's a drive in the right field, a hit, a solid line drive, and he's two for three in this game. Now, six for ten. He continues to wail away at Yankee pitching. hitting them about as effectively as Philadelphia's Jay Johnstone did against Cincinnati. Went seven for nine against Red pitching in their series, National League, but uh, it didn't do any good at all. Red has six hits in the series, and so does Sam Blitz for the Yankees. They lead in hit production. John Mayberry is one for two. He's singled and grounded out. Picked by Ellis. Ground ball to first. Jambler stepped on the bag, throws to first. A rundown. Back toward first base. Tagged by Randolph. Three to six to four. Three to six to three to four is the way the rundown went. And it turns out to be the double play because uh, Sandler took off the fourth, and it had to go three to six to four with Willie Randolph making the uh, play to put him out. So it's a double play ending the inning. No runs, one hit, and nobody left. And at the middle of the sixth inning, the score remains Kansas City three, New York two. Why
1: Once in a while, you find someone who cares about you, someone who cares about you
2: life and health insurance that puts your individual needs first. Talk to your life, underwriter. Get advice personal service, and that special expertise in making the future secure. Your life, underwriter. Only a phone call away. We all need that much in the dark. And once we're alive, we shall make those things
1: come true. Your life, underwriter.
2: At the of Life
0: There are many, many celebrities here tonight. Big people. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. Lowell Thomas is here to watch the series, this game, and my man Frank Sinatra. He's here too, the chairman. And they're seeing quite a ball game as the Royals lead the Yankees 3-2 to with the Yankees coming to bat in inning number six. A game that uh, is very important to both clubs. And I would think especially so to the Kansas City Royals because they know that tomorrow afternoon, win or lose tonight, they are going to face Catfish Center again has struck out into a double play and grounded the short Freddie Pacek has made some outstanding plays at short Nettles just made one at third a good rundown on the double play ball that just took the Royals out of the inning and they're playing it on God's grass here the pitch to white is outside and high, ball one Roy is three for ten on the series. Steady, steady ball player for the Yankees through the years. Bluffs a bunch, takes outside, ball two. Two nothing. After White, playing him about straight away with the center fielder Al Collins, a couple of steps toward left center. Haftler throws and it's lined foul down into the crowd and left along the third baseline. White is, as we mentioned before during this series, a better left-handed hitter than right. But uh, one of his big hits in this set was the opening day double that clinched the game for the Yankees. Off Larry Gura. Breaking ball low. Haftler doesn't care for the call by Maloney. It's three and one, now to white. Various and sundry people have been up from the Royals' bullpen, mostly just get some work, just to throw some, like it's mine. Fly ball down the left field line, over Fort Wolford toward the line, it's serving, it is foul. Into the crowd. All right now, let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network. With a 97-coin box sticker, you could win a nice flower, or even money. But without a sticker, you get nothing. K-O-I-N, Portland. Back at Yankee Stadium, with the Kansas City Royals leading the New York Yankees 3-2. The Yankees batting in the sixth inning. White, Munson, and Piniella up against Andy Hassler. Hassler has given up only three hits. So one of them, that big blast by Sambliss. The homer with Pinella aboard. All came with two outs. Hassler works to White, ball four. White leads with a walk in the sixth. Second walk off Hassler. Tying run at first. And a big man coming up, Thurman Munson. Munson has gone three for 12 in a series. Tonight he is lined out to right field and grounded to short. Now Pacek and White confer around second base as to the matter of coverage in the event of a ground ball or an attempted move towards second by Roy White. Munson getting sick. Now Tommy Hall and Marty Patton get up again to throw in the bullpen for the Royals. Left and right-handed. Munson has gone through as the at home plate, and here's the pitch. Fly ball to right field. It's going to be trouble. It's going to be up against the wall on one hop. White was coming around and being held at third. Double for Munson. Two on, nobody out. has gone to the opposite field with a long drive that took one hop on the dirt out there and banged against the wall Dick Hauser the third base coach with nobody out playing it very safely held the runner Roy White not wanting to run into an out at home plate and spoil a potentially big inning the runners are at second and third and Whitey Herzog is coming out he is not sending Galen Cisco this time his pitching coach He's looking out to the bullpen. Paul and Patton have just gotten up to throw, and Whitey would like to buy some time if indeed he doesn't make the move. Up, nope, he's going to call to the bullpen for the right-hander, Marty Patton, the Bulldog right-hander, is going to come into this ball game right now with Lou Pinella, the designated hitter scheduled up. Now we'll see if Billy Martin changes around to his uh, left-handed hitters. Something he did not do with his right-handed hitters in Kansas City. So Andy Hassler leaves the ball game. He went uh, strong, really, five innings, but gave up a walk and a double here. And so goes five plus innings, going to two men, uh, facing two men here in the sixth inning. He has given up four hits and two runs, responsible for a couple of runners, walk two, struck out two. New pitcher coming on, and right now for a brief news update. We
3: return you to CBS News in New York. I'm Rita Sands reporting on the CBS radio network. Auto workers have ratified a proposed settlement with the Ford Motor Company. Production at some plants could resume as early as tomorrow. Health officials in at least a dozen states are either holding up their swine flu inoculation programs or altering them because of the deaths of three elderly people in Pennsylvania who died just hours after taking the vaccine. Health officials say there is no evidence that the vaccine contributed to the death, investigations are underway. President Ford told ethnic leaders in Washington today he did make a mistake characterizing Eastern Europe as free of Soviet domination. As president spent the rest of the day campaigning in New York, Jimmy Carter rested in Georgia. China has confirmed the appointment of Lao Kho as the new chairman of China's Communist Party, succeeding the late Mao Zedong. Japanese news correspondents today report the arrest of more than 30 Chinese leaders, including Mao Tse-Tung's widow. There's been no official confirmation. I'm Rita Sam, TBS News,
0: New York. Back at Yankee Stadium, this is Ned Martin with Ernie Harwell. The Yankees have a threat going here in the sixth inning. Kansas City leads by a score of 3-2, to two, but the Yankees have Roy White at third and Thurman Munson at second with nobody out. Carlos May is going to back, so Billy Martin is making his move. He will back for Piniella. And Marty Patterson is taking his warm-up, Tony. Right? Well, Marty, the 33-year-old veteran, some of a talkie, uh, right-hand pitcher. Here's the regular season record, he had a run average of 2.49. He won eight games and lost 14. And he had 15 starts. So he has been used both as a reliever and a starting pitcher. He's taking his tune-up crosses right now. Billy Martin, meanwhile, has come out to uh, speak with his third base coach, Dick Hauser. The Yankees, with a big threat, trail by a run, 3-2. They've got a man at second. They have a man at third. And there's nobody out. And Carlos May has been inserted now as a pitch batter for Luke Vanello. So Martin gets the left-hand batter up against the right-hander, Marty Patton. And let's go back to Ned Martin. Okay, big spot right here for Carlos May, who become the designated hitter and locked him into that spot, and they're going to put him on. They're not going to mess with him. They will walk in intentionally to load the bases and set up a fourth and or double play situation. Whitey Herzog will not pitch to May, a tough left-handed hitter in a spot like this. Carlos has uh, been in this series now, and this is came into it uh, with two hits and five times at bat. And they are putting him on, so the intentional walk will be given right away. Some people say, why bring in a pitcher to do that? One reason is that it gives him a little bit more time on the mound in a game situation, getting himself into a rhythm there. Mark Littell has joined Tom Hall in the bullpen now for the Royals. And now, let's see, here comes Whitey again. Herzog is moving with Chris Samblis up there. And they want Tommy Hall right this moment. Marty Patton has been uh, the long and short relief man, a spot starter, and actually during September, when the Royals were really having their troubles, he was about their most effective pitcher. But his job tonight is done, and he will leave in favor of Tom Hall, a left-hander who has been in postseason play and World Series before. So Carlos May, the pink... Now the designated hitter gets the intentional walk. They've loaded the bases, and Marty Patton has a rather peculiar tour of duty here this night. Comes in, pitches four intentional pitches outside the strike zone, and then goes to the dugout. So, actually, Patton will not be have any part of an inning, although, should May score, his run would be charged to Patton. So now, Tommy Hall is coming in, Left-hander, he will put, when he gets ready, to Chris Chambliss and Greg Nettles. Uh, Tom Hall has won one and lost one so far in the uh, regular season, and he made 31 appearances. They were all in relief, and he had one save. He's the former Minnesota Twin and uh, Cincinnati Red. Pitcher, taking over now for Marty Patton, who came in and uh, gave up the intentional walk, and uh, then leaves the contest. You're tuned to your CBS Radio Network station for game number three in the American League Playoffs. And that means you're tuned to the only radio spot for the World Series. Starting Saturday, October the 16th, CBS Radio Sports brings you exclusive radio play-by-play coverage. Follow the series on radio right here. If ever anybody had a job to do, it's this uh, thin left-hander, Tom Hall, now. He's coming into a bases-loaded, no-out situation. And uh, some of the folks here in New York uh, booing Tom. He was a one-time Mets pitcher in addition to the other clubs that we mentioned. And had a little confab at the mound, and martinis out there to talk to Hall, and he'll take his tune-up to lunches. This afternoon, the Cincinnati Reds completed a three-game sweep of the National League Championship series, scoring three runs in the ninth inning to beat the Philadelphia Cities 76. Cincinnati had won the two earlier games by scores of six to three and six to two. So now they'll wait to see who win the playoffs here in the American League, and then the World Series will get underway, as we mentioned, on Saturday afternoon in Cincinnati. Base is loaded, and it happened this way, white, no walk to the any. And Munson sliced a double down the right field line. It looked for a moment as if White might be able to score. So Kett played the ball pretty well off the wall and held White at third base. Munson uh, cruising easily into second for the second double of the series. And then uh, May was inserted as a pinch hitter for the designated batter, the right-hand hitting Lucinella. May, the left-hand batter, was walked. And now that brings up the man who has produced the two Yankee runs, Chris Chandler. With the bases loaded, nobody out, and here's Mary Tommy Hall worked with the Mets last year, won four and lost three. He has had this championship playoff experience, though. He was with the Minnesota Twins in the 69 playoffs, with the Minnesota Twins in 70 also, where he got in a couple of ball games, and with Cincinnati in 72 and 73. Now he faces the rough, tough Chris Chambliss with the bases loaded and nobody out. Jackie's trailed by a run. Here it is. Jambliss takes the breaking ball for a strike. What they try to do is jam Chris Jambliss with hard stuff up and in, and then try to back him off the plate a little bit, and then throw him breaking stuff away, which is a, a normal kind of way of pitching the hitters, but you try to get more, get him more back in most, to really jam him hard, or serve him a lot. There's a foul ball out of play down the third baseline, and now quickly, Tommy Hall is ahead of... Chamber's 0-2. Another left-handed hitter, Greg Nettles, is on deck. Big crowd eating this one up right now. The Yankees have come from a 3-0 deficit to trail 3-2 and have all those people on base. All the Flynn left-hander from North Carolina, winds and throws, waste the fastball outside. When he first came up into the majors, he could throw very hard. He has a whip-like arm. He's been primarily a relief pitcher in his career. One ball, two strikes. Infield tense behind, and there are double play depths around second base. One, two pitch. Bouncing ball to second. This will score a run. The throw to second base. That's all it can get. One out, and it's tied up three-three scores Chambliss gets his third RBI the runner at second base Carlos May was fourth the only play they had White the Pacek four to six the ball was not hit sharply enough to turn the double play so Roy White scores a tying run Munson moves into third base safe at first on the fielder's choice is Chambliss there is one out now with runners at the corners and Greg Nettles up Buck Martinez motioning to John Mayberry about playing with Nettles there, a pull hitter, an uppercut hitter. Nettles has walked and struck out. Andy Hassler has gone. That run is charged to him, the one that just scored. He's also responsible for Munson at third. Now the Royals really want to turn the double play. Ball works to Nettles. It's high and outside, ball one. He's Mingori going in the bullpen. Lapel has been out there with him. Strike swinging, and this count evens up one and one to Nettles. Left-hander Steve Menjoy is the primary left-hander in the bullpen for Whitey Herzog. And the hard-throwing youngster, Mark Littell. One and one to Nettles. Chamblish off first, Munson off third. 3-3. Three, three. It is. Fine drive to center field, and it is in there for a base hit. Here comes Munson with a go-ahead run. Runners at first and second, and the Yankees lead 4-3. Greg Nettles slamming one that hit right in front of center fielder Al Cowens. For a moment, it appeared that Cowens would catch the ball, but he held up. And the ball dropped right in front of him for a clean single. Scoring Munson and sending Sambliss to second. And now, Whitey Herzog is out again. He wants the other left-hander, Mingori, right now. He does not want the right-hander to face Elliott Maddox. He wants Mingori. So, Tommy Hall faces two batters in his stint. Gets one of them out. A run short score is not charged to him. Pitches two batters and gives up one hit is responsible for a base runner. The two runs that have scored are charged to Andy Hasler, who's complete record now, five innings, six. Gave up four hits and four runs. The Yankees have gone ahead for the first time in this ball game, and are still fussing around with runners at first and second, and only a couple, of one out. And Maddox, Randolph, and Stanley scheduled up. Though so it's still not over, as Whitey Herzog has seen a 3 run lead, put it away, and the Yankees, playing like the Yankees they have all year long, are in command at this point. It's the sixth inning with the Yankees leading the Royals 4-3. I want to remind you that tomorrow on CBS Radio, game number four will be broadcast right here on your CBS station. The Yankees versus the Royals. Airtime will be 7 minutes past 3 o'clock, 3.07 Eastern Daylight Time and 2.07 Central. That's tomorrow at 3.07 Eastern Daylight and 207 Central for Game 4 on this CBS Radio Network. And also, don't forget that starting next Saturday, October 16th, you'll hear the World Series action, exclusive radio play-by-play, right here on this CBS Radio Network
2: station.
0: So Hassler has gone, Patton has gone, Hall has gone, and Steve Mingori is on for his second appearance in the playoff series to face um, Elliot Maddox when he does come up. Now during the regular season, that had a 5-5 record, all his appearances were in relief, he was in the 55 games, and he came up with 10 plays. His only appearance uh, in uh, this series, the one you mentioned, uh, came in the second game, when he released Quiddock in the ninth inning. Oh, yes. He pitched to Rivers, got him on a ground ball to shortstop, then he retired White on a Friday to center to which Monson's and single and Chambler's single. Oh, and it was that the United States was teaching the Chiefs of the East that it was nice oh, uh, there hard. in the 9th nice inning. But uh, then Ndory got the final batter made on a strikeout and uh, picked up the save in the Kansas City victory in game number two of the two. The victory for the Royals that evened it at that point and 1-1. The Royals were out in front early in this game. They got three in the opening inning. The Yankees came back with two on a home run by Chambers in the fourth. And they picked up another pair here in the sixth inning. And they are still alive with one out and two men on. And Steve Mendonsohn takes over. Each team in this series has shown that it can come back behind uh, from a deficit. The Yankees of course, uh, we're out in front all the way during the first game. The Royals came back to win it in the second, although the Yankees had come back to go ahead. And the Royals had a strong 3-0 lead with Hasler looking good, but that's all gone. Elliott Maddox has struck out and grounded a short. Quick by Mangore, a Ball outside. Mingori, a smaller left-hander, with good breaking stuff, keeps the ball down. Throw so the slider and the sinker. Tough on left handed hitters. Right now, picking the right handed batter, Elliot Maddox. His ball, the sinker ball, will tail away from the right hander. There's there one outside, ball two. So it's two and nothing to Maddox. Long inning going here with five, four, three. Four pitchers having worked here in this inning. To only five batters. Now six. Six batters, four pitches. Talk about the wheels spinning in the dugout. Here's the set by Mangori, and set one is called. He comes it across that inside corner. It's two and one to Maddox. One thing among several that went wrong with the Philadelphia Phillies and their National League playoff losses was a failure of the bullpen to respond. The bullpen that had worked so hard all year. See how Kansas City does now. Curve is outside ball three. Three balls, one strike dramatic At second base, Chris Chambler. At first, Greg Nettles. 3-1 pitch. Rides in and has popped up down the right field line. Curving foul and it's going to be out of play. Long strike and the count is 3-2. Full to Maddox with Randolph on deck. Wright led the inning with a walk. Went to third on Munson's off-field double. That exited Andy Hasler. Marty Patton was brought in to pinch pitch to Carlos May, who was batting for Pinella in the DH spot. Walked in intentionally and then left the game. Tommy Hall worked for Shameless. Got a fielder's choice and a run scored. Gave up a single of medals. And now it is Mingori 3 and 2 to Maddox. There it comes. Fly ball in the right center in the gap. Brace hit. Covered out there by Cowan. A run will score. The throw comes in to White. Runners at 2nd and 3rd at 5-3, New York. A double into the right center field alley by Elliot Maddox. Scoring shamblers and sending medals to 3rd. And the Yankees are running wild here. And again from the dugout comes manager Whitey Herzog. He is down to about his last man out there, except for Doug Bird. He's gonna bring Mark Littell in while this game is still close. The bullpen has not worked for him. The bullpen, which uh, had been effective throughout the year with fellows like Patton, Paul, Mindore, Littell, so far has fallen down tonight. So, Mindore, pitches no part of an inning, gives up one hit, is responsible for a run. The run that's scored by Sandler so is charged to Marty Patton. So Patton, with no part of the inning, gave up no hits, one run, one walk. And uh, anything that's left now is charged to Hall and Mangory. So Steve Mangory, facing the right-handed batter, gives a base hit to right-center field. And we'll see uh, in the morning, Ernie, or after the game, whether the people who like to 2nd guess these things and look at it in hindsight, Will say why did they bring Mangoria, left-hander in if they the face elliot maddox the right-hander unless they feared that maybe a left-handed batter will be installed by billy Martin. well there'll be uh, plenty of time for that and i'm sure a lot of fellows uh, and uh, ladies too will take advantage of the old american past time to write the second guess. here's the country hotel as they call him a uh, big right-hander coming into Double l-i-t-t-e-l-l He won eight and lost four in the regular season, and had 60 appearances, and uh, all of those were in relief except one time he started. Mattel had 16 phase uh, series credits uh, throughout the uh, 1976 season, and now they have a little conference coming on for usual. And we're getting a pat with some big record that I That he the one that we did going on in the north, and we walk. The uh, run short, and it in to end. So and the quick finish. All here in the sixth inning. Minzori in the sixth inning. And now Lattell, They make the hard throwing right at it in the sixth inning. not too many left out there now in the Royal bullpen. As Party Herzog, the Royal Manager tries to send the Yankee side here. It picks up three runs to take the lead. Five to three. The total's right now, 18 to 6 hit. The Yankees five runs, six hits, no errors. The Royals have three runs, six hits, and no errors. Doc Ellis, incidentally, has gone all the way for the Yankees. And uh, he settled down after a shaky first inning. Looks like he might not survive that opening inning when the Royals picked up three runs on three hits. Then he's allowed only three singles since then, and he's been aided by two Yankee double plays since that first inning. Well, the Yankees riding high now. They've got a two-run lead. Let's go back to that. All right, it'll be Willie Randolph up. Randolph has grounded the short and walked. Still only one out. That was on a fourth out. Stambliss forcing uh, May at second base. And on that even, a run short. Now the Royals will bring their infield in. They have to. They don't want any more runs possible across. Keep it on a two-run basis. But right now, the Yankees are in the seat. Right? They are driving. Infield in all the way around. Kataq's two steps off the grass. Everybody right up the edge of the grass. Pitch Randolph. Fastball strike call. The 12 can hummage. He is maybe as fast a right-handed relief pitcher as there is in the American League. Born in Missouri. Here's the studies, working from the stretch, with runners at second and third. Pitching inside fastball, ball one. One ball, one strike. Now, this is a of spot where Billy Martin likes to use the old squeeze once in a while. I'm sure that the Royal would be... Looking out for it. Well, think about it. And, uh, they uh, really have it uh, somewhat in their favor because they are drawn in. the point they're not deep. But Martin does a lot of things. One ball, one strike. Here's the set by Latel. Drops to the belt. He picked, and there's the squeeze. Attempted foul. So they tried it. The infielders were looking for it a little bit because they had... Brett charging from third, Mayberry from first. They had the pitchers coming straight in, Lattell, and they had Freddie Potek trailing the play and covering third. But it didn't work. And now the count is one ball, two strikes. So Randolph didn't get the bunt down. And we'll see what the lead buys now. Mainly the all American expedient of getting a two base hit, which would score both runs. Fitz Morris gets up the throw in a royal bullpen. Fitz Morris is out there, so is Doug Bird. Yankees lead 5-3, batting in the sixth inning. It's been a long one. Here it is. And the pitch is fouled on a check swing by Randolph, who is in on him, just picked his back and got away from Martinez. Down one ball, two strikes. With all of this, there have been just two hits this inning, three hits this inning, a double... By Munson, a single by Nettles, a double by Maddox. There have been two walks, one intentional. Now we're ready again as Littell looks to third. Throws to the plate, strike-free swinging, a slider. Littell has a good hard slider, and he used it that time to strike Randolph out. So the youngster comes on and fans his first batter, and now here is Stanley. Fred Stanley is 0 for 2. Stanley pops to shortstop and grounded to first Martinez is out talking to Latel One thing that you don't do is let down on the number 9 hitter The fellow like Stanley, which some clubs have And he hurts it He is 4 for 9 at this point in this series Got three hits in one game They don't claim the pull Collins is over toward right center no outfield is pushed around to right. They get in the left field line. But steps and the pitch to him. Slider away, ball one. Jackies lead by two. They've scored three runs in this sixth inning. They got their other two in the fourth on Campbell's two-run homer. The Royals picked up three in the top of the first inning. Right off the bat off Doc Ellis. But Ellis has stepped in out since. Fastball. You could hear that one pop into the glove of Martinez, but it was out of the strike zone. Two balls, no strikes. Two and nothing to Stanley. Mickey Rivers on deck. There's the set. And the pitch. Ball three. Almost hit him. One thing that you would think that Littell would not want to do is walk the number nine hitter and bring up Rivers, the left-handed batter who can kill you in a lot of ways. That would bring up Mickey with the bases loaded. He's within one pitch of doing that. Three and nothing to Stanley. There it is. Back call, three and one. Now Fred checks with Hauser at third. You want to take another one? Or go for it if it's uh, right around the wheelhouse somewhere. Three balls, one strike. Stambler's at third base. Or Nettles at third rather, and Maddox at second. Here is the 3-1 pitch, and it's ball four, base is loaded. Mattel, walk Stanley. He's at first, Maddox at second, Medals at third, and the ninth man of the inning coming up, Mickey Rivers. Mickey Rivers. Rivers. has had one hit in three trips, an infield single in the first. Well, the infield moves back now, and not even worrying about anybody except Rivers himself. They all move back deep. They shorten up a little bit at short in a second because of Mickey's speed, but there is a play at any base. So they don't necessarily have to go for him. And he shortens up and takes behind and tries for a ball. Jalen Cisco, the pitching coach, now is sent out by Whitey Herzog, who he talks to his pitcher and tries to calm the youngster down. Mattel is just 23 years old. And of course in a situation like this, probably is Adrenaline is really running That might run the ball out of the strike zone a lot He's throwing very hard but missing high wild high Last year he won one and lost two In brief activity for Kansas City After spending here year in Omaha Cisco and George Brett and Buck Martinez Are all out there talking to Patel And now they leave Prisco away. Catch him on the tailgate And runs back toward the dugout The count is 1-0 to Mickey Rivers was about as welcome as a barrel of electric eels to a pitcher in this situation. There it is. Strike calls. Rivers just kind of floating the bat back and forth in pendulum style. It's just taking on that one all the way. One ball, one strike. Rivers, as we've mentioned, does not often walk. He did Sunday once and surprised everybody. Here's the pitch. strike swinging challenge by a fastball from Mark Littell, the count is now one and two to Rivers. One ball, two strikes. Here's the set. The pitch. Fly ball back of shortstop, back of thirds, over for contact. He's got it in fair ground to end the inning. So it mercifully ends for the Kansas City Royals in the sixth inning as nine men come to bat for New York. They score three runs on three hits. There were no errors and three were left. And the score at the end of six is Jackie, five, Royals three. There I
3: was. Successful businessman, wonderful family, nice home, no crabgrass. But I had to work for it all. I never actually won anything. Until I played budget lender cards. I can't wait to win. I won. And you can
1: see. You've got every action driver with five
2: different sizes. The first tire to a brand new several acres of fruit, all the way to Terrific Water in Team Curry, Look, There's no purchase necessary and the offer expires November 30th. So unless it's prohibited uh, in your area, play the Ice Sink to and Winter Free Stakes today at
0: participating budget locations. Be an instant winner. Life is monster when you're a winner. Three states is available at participating locations or through our mail-in offer in National United And right now, at participating budget locations, you can rent a separate rate of free for similar car for only 14 a day. fifteen cents a mile plus that, be an instant winner of budget rent-a-car. Well, let's see now. Six-inning totals read like this. The actual five runs and 6 hits; The Royal's three runs and 6 hits. Doc Ellis, the beneficiary of all these riches, is now taking his warm-up. Ready to pitch to Hal McRae, Tom Poquette, and Frank White. Doc the very tricky in the first inning. Gave up the free runs. He got the side in order in the second. Pitched to only three men in the third, aided by a double play ball. A runner got on in the fourth inning on a hit batsman. He was out stealing. Project single to open the fifth. He was out stealing. And there was a single by Brett in the sixth, and he was caught in a double play. So the infield and Mun- Munson have backed Ellis up. The Royals have gotten people on base in every inning but the second, but they trail 5-3. In the bullpen for New York now, realizing that maybe Ellis has had a long, long stay in this dugout while his team was getting the run, Pedro and Lyle are warning. Left-hander Sponky Lyle, right-hander Nick Kydro. So Whitey Herzog, who's making all the moves, getting every pitcher that he possibly could in there, and uh, has kept this thing relatively close. When one big hit, other than the double by Maddox, especially if there'd been a big one by Rivers, could have put this game out of reach, or just about. Well, there's plenty of time left in this one. We're in the top of the seventh. McCray, the batter, hasn't been up officially. Sacrifice fly and hit by a pitch. Fly ball, right field, not deep enough. under is Maddox. Elliott, one-handed, that's all. McCray flies to right, that's one away. Tom Polkett has doubled and struck out. He doubled home a run in the first inning. Had three hits and eight times up in the series. that added batter. Now the Royals must need to get people on base and trailing by two runs they can still run a little but maybe not as much as when they were ahead can't take too many chances they have to get back in that thing the strike is called on Poquette they get in, and in on a one run basis and they can try to advance that man to second base right now they need two to tie change up by Ellis bounced foul past first. Doc came in with a good change that time and had Poquette off balance in a swing way ahead of it nothing in two to Poquette White on deck, but he's not going to bat. Cookie Rojas has come out and is kneeling on deck and will bat for White. Cookie Rojas. At this point, Whitey Herzog needs offense. Check swing by Poquette. Gets away from Munson, ball one. One ball, two strikes. They are even here, but the Yankees have the big one. actually, the equalizer, or the one that's not the equalizer, but the the different hit, is the homer by It's a two-run job. The Yankees are leading by two runs. Took by Ellis. Little pop foul, third base side, it's going to be out of play. Over the Royal's dugout on the third base side. One ball, two strikes. in here tomorrow on the CBS radio network tomorrow afternoon what well we'll see whether it will be the finish of this thing or whether it will be carried over to Thursday but there will be one tomorrow strike three swinging. Doc Ellis with the slider running in on Poquette strikes him out at four strikeouts for Ellis Cookie Rojas, batting for Frank White. This is Rojas' second appearance as a pink hitter in this series. Right-handed batter, the veteran who for many years held down second base here. And of course, in the National League, had some fine years with the Philadelphia Bills. The pitch is outside and high for a ball. He was a fine second baseman. He played with one of the best shortstops at that time, fielding shortstops in the National League, Bobby Wine. This is outside for a ball, and some wag somewhere wrote about the find (laughs) the plays of Wine and (laughs) Rojas. That's pretty bad. Down ball to second. Picked up by Randolph. Throws to first. That's all. Cookie Rojas. Downs out second to first. And it's one, two, three, in the seventh for the Royals. Remediation Stadium. Ten coming in now. You may have heard that on our York, walk box right here in the booth. A new record for Yankee Stadium 2, 56,808. What were the people in left center field? The bleachers open, as Ernie told you earlier, for the first time. That added on to what the capacity had been, 54,028. 56,808 tonight at Yankee Stadium. And most of them are having fun. Up Batting left-handed this time. Takes a strike from Littell. White has struck out, grounded out, and walked. He has scored a run. Tomorrow afternoon, it'll be Catfish Hunter against Larry Gura. Same matchup as in game one. Pitch inside to White. One ball, one strike. Herman Munson on deck. And Mr. Munson has been instrumental tonight. He has thrown out two runners coming back from his uh, dismal Sunday. Pitches inside for a ball, two and one. It's two out two on the uh, opening day, Saturday. Then threw two away on Sunday for throwing errors. But he's gunned down a couple tonight. And the Royals' running game has been taken away from them. Fly ball, center field, not too deep, coming in toward right center is Cowens, and Al Cowens makes the catch. Everybody was out there, they had Pacek ranging far from short, and the outfield is coming in, but uh, it was Cowens, ball all the way. Herman Munson has lined to right, grounded to short, and doubled to right, very big double, setting up all this scoring in the sixth inning. It was after a leadoff walk to Roy White. And the double got the starter, Andy Hasler out of there. Munson from the batter with Carlos May on deck. One out, Yankees leading, 5-3. Seventh inning, at New York. Now the pitch. Winging strike. Mattel has a lot of cool for a youngster, Earlier in the season, people saw Whitey Herzog go to the bullpen and bring this fella in in tight spots, and they were wondering why a youngster, but then when they saw him throw, they knew why. The one-strike delivery. Line drive, base hit to left field. Covering toward the line is Wolford, and holding it first with a long single is Munson. He just muscled that one out there. A line drive, base hit to left. The Yankees have a runner with one out. So the Yankees have gotten people on base off every pitcher that they have faced. That's the first hit off Littell and the seventh for New York. Carlos Maya batted for Pinella in the DH spot in the sixth inning and was intentionally walked. Didn't work too well. He was forced later on, but two runs surrounded that. Patek and Rojas the double play Fifty Rojas playing second base now after batting for Frank White. The pitch. Five. Strike call right at the shoulders. Fastball rode right in there. and Nothing in one. Outfield straight away on May. Stokes way up on the bat. Red glove on the right hand and a white glove on the left. Fastball, up and away, ball one, one ball, one strike. Jake bang outside at Yankee Stadium for the first game in this new ballpark of a playoff nature. The site itself, however, has seen others, many others. Here's the stretch by Latel, so sort the of first, not in time. Mayberry holding against Munson at first. Rojas is the second baseman. Patek at short. And George Brett at third. Wolford, Cowans, and Poquette left to right in the outfield. The pitch. Strike called outside corner. One ball, two strikes. Pitcher is Mark Lappel, and the catcher is Buck Martinez. To the, the uh, top of inning number eight, Pachek, Martinez, and Wolford will be scheduled up for the Royals. They've got to get into that 90-foot game again. Strike three, swinging. May is out of there. Two away. Second strikeout for Latell. The hand for Chris Chambliss. <laughs> He has knocked in three of the five Yankees' runs. Two of them with a homer in the fourth, and another with a fielder's choice in the sixth. He is one for three. Six for 11, or six for 12 on the series, batting 500. Munson edges off first, not a big lead. No threat to go. There's a high pop foul over toward the third base dugout. Martinez near it, but it bounces right on top of the dugout and into the crowd. One strike. The Cincinnati Reds are National League champions again, defeating the Philadelphia Phils 7-6 to six this afternoon at Cincinnati. Big ninth inning. They were trailing 6-4. to four. It appeared the Phillies were going to stay alive. They had Ron Reed in there, who'd been their best reliever all year. And immediately, bang, home run, George Foster. Next man up, bang, home run, Johnny Bentz tied it up, and eventually they went on to win on a chopping ground ball to first with a bases loaded. So they will wait, play inter-squad games, and see what happens here. It'll start Saturday in the National League City, Cincinnati. Well, there goes. Swinging strike, and a foul kick. And Munson, as they had a play going, will have to come back because he he's not going as a stealer. They had Chandler swinging and trying to get Thurman a jump he would have jumped to over there. The count is 0-2 to Chandler. Jackie's leading 5-3. They're batting in the seventh. Patel peers down for the sign. Goes to first. A hard throw over there, but Munson is only two steps off. Gets back easily. Yep. Now the set the pitch. Ground ball right side, a hit. Almost hit Munson, who will go to third. Runners at first and third, two out. Chris Chambliss, right in the middle of things again, strokes a single to right. Bunsen, Munson was moving and almost was hit by that bouncing ball. Of course, that would have been the third out. But now the Yankees are riding again with runners at the corners and two away, and Greg Nettles up. Nettles had a big hit in the sixth inning, singling home a run to keep things going. Mm-hmm. Nettles is one for two officially, he has walked once. Yankees leading 5-3 and threatening for more. Two outs, two on. Seventh inning. Royal infield, stating Nettles toward right. Playing very deep in the infield. And Mayberry guarding the line at first base, playing behind Chambliss. Time called, Martinez out to talk to LaTel. Now back behind the plate. Greg Nettles, a go for Brooks kind of hitter, the American League batting champion in 76. Smell is ready and throws, and it's outside low. Ball one. Elliot Maddox on deck. He's been heard from tonight. A double driving in a run. One ball, no strike. Right fielder, Tom Fouquet playing very deep for medals as well he might. And here comes. Check swing, it's outside ball two. Two and nothing. Royal pitching staff struggling. Somewhat of a disappointment, I would imagine, to Whitey Herzog, except for the brilliant job turned in Sunday by Paul Spliddorff. Not a bad job, really, on opening day by Larry Gura. Pits the Nettles, a check swing foul off his foot, and it rolls out to third base, where it's picked up by Brett and Nettles is down. That one right off his right foot, either off the instep or the toe. He see so many times when a batter will do that. Some hitters will wear a protective flap on his shoe. Now, help from the Yankee trainer with some ethyl chloride sprayed, who's Getting in the pain, as Nettles, just sits at home plate. And that gives Lattell time to do a little extra warming up, loosening up as Greg Nettles. You know, early sometimes you wonder, especially in cold weather, not that cold at night, but in the spring when a hitter does that, how he can ever stand again. It's hard, but uh, they do it, and they manage to stand there. Monaghan is uh, looking him over now. He's on his feet again. He seems to be all right. You wonder how they get, can get back in there and take a full stride, but they're so used to it, I guess. And the, uh, the spray does help. The count is two and one to Greg. He has walked, struck out, and single. Line drive single. It fell right in front of Al Collins in the sixth inning. He was almost ready to catch it. Batelle to the stretch. The pause, and the pitch, foul, wow, here comes, right up far away, only above us, <laughs> we here now to Nurtles, Munson at third base, and Sambliss at first, two outs, Mattel working very, very deliberately. Reads this time from Martinez. Now get set. There comes, there goes Chambliss fouled back. Chambliss moving to second base has to return as Nettles took a big cut and fouled it to the screen. Job remains, two balls, two strikes. Two outs and two on. Yankees five, Royals three. Royals got three in the first, the Yankees two in the fourth. Three and a six. Two two. Nettle was waiting. Leveling the bat back and forth. Long look by Littell. Young right hander throws. Shambliss goes again and again. It's fouled off, and Chris will take off another time. The two coming back. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Al Fitzmaurice working doggedly in the bullpen for the Royals. He hasn't been used yet in this series, and of course he was one of the main ones, one of the main starters that Whitey Herzog had this year. Fitzmaurice. Doug Burr coming out of the bullpen to be a starter. And of course, Leonard, Dennis Leonard. 2-2 delivery. Round ball foul outside of first. Past Jelly Howard. Chandler Samples was holding that time at first. Two and two. That was a big three that they had. And Marty Patton was a, a starter later on. They all were trying to take up slack, the slack left by the injury and eventual operations on um, Steve Fusby, potential 20-game winner. if went off was out half the season. Here comes, there goes Shambliss, there's a ball, a bluff towards second, a throw to third, not in time. Goal in base for Chris Shambliss, Martinez went through with a bluff. Hoping that Munson would take the bluff and move off the bag. But Thurman was off it a little bit. He drew a throw down there, but not in time. Chambliss gets the steal. Runners at second and third. And the count is three and two now to Nettles. Where a base hit now would make it even more serious for the Royals to trail by two. Time called by shortstop Fred Patek. And he moves over to talk to his pitcher. A left-handed batter up. Now, what do you want to do? Do you want to walk him? Change this left-handed hitter up. And uh, load the bases. Setting up the fourth. Also risking the walk. And then take your chances with right-handed hitter Elliot Maddox who is two up next but then if that happens it's very possible if they could bat for Maddox and put Oscar Gamble a left-handed hitter in there who is, uh, can be tough on right-handed pitching three and two be very careful is what they say careful to nettle the wind-up the three-two pitch ground ball to first base second by Mayberry plays it alone for the final out the Yankees do not score, though they do have a facet going. Nettles drowning out to Mayberry unassisted. No runs in the stopper in the bottom of the seventh inning. There were two hits and two men left on base at the end of seven to score. Of the Yankees five, the Royals three. Now Jim Palmer, the Baltimore pitcher, today was named the winner of the fourth annual Joe Cronin award. Palmer has won 20 more games now for six of the last seven seasons including a league-leading 22 victories this year. They had a ceremonial presentation of the award made prior to the game here tonight between the Yankees and the Royals. And Mr. Conan is celebrating his 70th birthday on this date. The award is for quote, significant achievement in baseball, end quote. And that's uh, sort of a rough equivalent to the player of the year presentation. This season, Jim Palmer won 22 games for the Orioles, the most in the league. He also topped the American League in inning six, in the game started, and he was fifth with his in-run average of 2.51. Jim is among the leading candidates for the Cy Young Award for 1976. And if he gets it, he'll be the first American League to win it three times. to your CBS radio network station for game number three in the American League playoffs. And that means you're tuned to the only radio spot for the World Series. Starting Saturday, October the 16th, CBS Radio Sports brings you exclusive radio play-by-play coverage. Follow the series on radio right here. Well, a lot of folks talking about the Cincinnati Reds and what a fine ball club they are, and deservedly so, have proved themselves the best in baseball over the last couple of years. They will face the winner of this series, of course, starting Saturday afternoon. But uh, word about the Philadelphia Phillies, who did an excellent job and were an awesome baseball team for most of 1976. They won 101 games, just one less than the Reds who beat them in the playoffs. You'll hear from the Phillies for quite a few seasons to come. Freddie Patek bounces one foul as we start the eighth inning. Patek has grounded out and singled. The Royals trail the Yankees five to three. We're running out of track here. It's the eighth inning. Patek, Martinez, and Wolfer scheduled up, and Martinez will not bat. Jamie Jamie Quirk is on deck, left-handed hitter. As Whitey Herzog feels that he better go to his bench. It's one and one now to process. Foul back. One ball, two strikes. Jock Ellis has gone all the way for New York. Fixed himself a strong ball game since the first inning when he was told at the start. Drive to third. Nice play by Nettles on the trap-off. He throws him out. Good play on a ball that exploded at his feet. He stayed right with it. And threw out Patek. One away. Two good plays by Nettles in this game. Here is Jamie Quirk, left-handed pinch hitter, coming on to bat. Batting for Buck Martinez, there will be another catcher in the bottom of this inning. another catcher in the bottom of this inning. Jamie Quirk, left-handed hitter. All oh, the year hit 246 in limited duty for the Royals, but he helped out too. Pitches outside to him for a ball. This is the largest crowd to ever see an American
2: League championship series
0: game. by the opening tonight of the- One ball, no strikes. And the pitch to Quirk gets a high foul ball out of play, third base side. Let's pause here ten seconds for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network. With the 97 Coin Cash Box sticker, you could win a television set or even money. But without the sticker, you get nothing. K O I N Portland. Back at Yankee Stadium, Ned Martin here with Ernie Harwell. The Yankees leading the Royals five to three. We're in the top of the eighth inning, and Jamie Quirk is batting for Buck Martinez. He is the top left-handed 10-hitter for the Royals this year. Inside, a slider from Doc Ellis. Two balls, one strike. His first full year in the movie, in the majors. And he backed up George Brett at third. Also played a couple of games at first base. Down foul off to the right. Two and two. strike. Now Ellis goes to work, and it's way high off the glove of Munson, who looked out at him and said, that's not what I called for. Those bullpens are busy with... Lyle and Tidrow and the Yankee fan, and Dennis Leonard, who started uh, the Sunday game, right-hander, going with Paul Squidor in the Royals bullpen. The count is two and two and the scoreboard. <laughs> three and three up there. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy. No, it isn't. For a while, it was two and three, and then they changed it to three and three. Ellis working the quirk. And a way outside pitch is off the edge of the glove by Munson. Sherman <laughs> having a time with Ellis right now. Three balls, two strikes. And Herzog is coming out to talk to the plate umpire, George Maloney. I don't know what that was either. Jamie Quirk from Whittier, California. Stands in. Three and two. Pitched by Ellis, a foul ball. He went for a pitch around the knees, or maybe lower, but it was close enough to go for. And the count hangs at three and two. Jim Wolford on deck. saw one of the policemen, I don't know what that was for. Somebody reached over and got a baseball, and I guess they're going to uh, say it's illegal. Strike free, swing. Doc Ellis, with a sinking fastball, strikes out pinch hitter Jamie Quirk. There are two away. Jim Wolford is up. He has walked, rounded out, and fly to center, and Billy Martin wants a word with Ellis. Munson is out there talking, and Nettles is over from third. Yankees now just four out away from a very big, big win in this playoff series, and an edge, a big edge going into tomorrow afternoon. Wolford 0-2. He scored a run in the first inning when it appeared for a while as if the Royals were going to hit and run and run away from the Yankees and hide, but that is not to be. Strike called, slider hitting the outside corner. Well, it's working smoothly now. And a one, two, three inning in the second, again in the seventh. Ball back, one ball, one strike. Two outs in the eighth. Nobody on. Callas reads the sign and goes to work. Ball outside, two and one. Al Callens on deck. Two on six. Low and outside, ball free. Three and one. No doubt about it, the Royals do miss Amos Otis, regardless of what is said or what bravado is shown. You just don't uh, get a player of that caliber out in a series like this and not feel it. Ball four, Wolford is on. And that is not to knock Jim Wolford, who's done a good job playing the outfield and being on base a while. Doc Ellis walks his second batter, He's hit one, and now, as it turns out, the tying runs at the plate for the Royals. Al Cowan, who does not hit the long ball, is one for three tonight, singled in the third. The Royals have not been able to lay back and wait for long ball this season, mainly because their, their main home run hitter, John Mayberry, has had an off year. Cowan's inside, ball one. Ellis is fan five, while walking two. Strike, one ball, one strike. Yankees five, Royals three, Royals batting in the eighth. Two out, one on. Infield deep. set by Ellis. And the pitch is fouled back by Cowens. So he is behind one and two. And he's been pitched outside by Ellis all night long. Breaking stuff away and it's given him trouble. He's made, managed one hit. A leadoff single in the third. But he was doubled up after that. And Nettles made a good play off him in the sixth. There's a drive over short, But... Stabbed by Stanley for the final out. Nice play by Fred Stanley, who went to his left, leaped a little bit, and speared a hotline drive. And Cowers is hitting in tough luck tonight. That's all for the Royals in the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, one left. In the middle of the eighth, the score, the Yankees five, the Royals three. Introducing three new
2: full-size cars from Buick. The 1977 LeSabre, Electra, and Riviera. Something very special has happened to them since last year.
0: There's a new leanness in the spring. They're impressively agile, easy to maneuver in traffic. And they offer better gas mileage. In
2: ETS, the ETHS renew the favor with standard V6 and automatic transmission. got
3: 25
2: miles per gallon on the highway. 18 in the city. Electra and Riviera
0: with standard V8 in automatic transmission got 22 on the highway. 15 in the city. Now these figures are estimates. In California, they're lower. Annual mileage may vary. But those are remarkable mileage numbers for luxurious six-passenger
2: automobiles. The Sabre, Electra, and Riviera. They're the full-size cars
1: of the future. <laughs>
0: behavior tonight? And Defensive change for the Royals, Bob Stinson has gone in to catch for Kansas City, replacing Martinez, whom they hit for. Bob Stinson catching, that's the only other change, it's the only change in this inning for Whitey Herzog. The Royals are trailing the Yankees 5-3, to three, and the Yankees are at bat, will be at bat in the bottom of the 8th inning, with the lower third of their order coming up against Mark Wittell. Maddox, Randolph, and Stanley scheduled up. The Yankees with two big innings, the 4th and the 6th, with two in the 4th and three in the 6th. And the Royals got their three runs in the 1st, so they've been the, the big inning concept tonight. Luttrell has not done badly since coming on. He came on to put out all kinds of smoldering and raging fires in the sixth inning with a strikeout, a walk, and a pop up. Then got out of a self-made jam in the seventh. Hey, giving up a couple of base hits, but he got Nettles out, and that took care of that. Remember that tomorrow on the CBS Radio Network, Game Four will be broadcast right here on radio with the Yankees against the Royals. Airtime three oh seven. Eastern Daylight Time, 2.07 Central Time. Tomorrow, Game 4, 3.07 Eastern Daylight Time. Elliot Maddox first up, 1 for 3. He doubled home a run in the 6th inning. Tomorrow, it'll be Captain Hunter for the New York Yankees, trying for his second series win. And Larry Gura will come out, try to hold the board as it stands now for Kansas City. Royals do have one more chance here tonight. The pitch is inside the Maddox, ball one. Mattel leading the sign and going to work on Maddox. Foul ball out of play toward the right side and toward the upper deck, into the upper deck. Three decks at Yankee Stadium. The middle deck or lower... Just below press row and radio row here. Kind of a mezzanine type deck. Slider outside, two balls, one strike. Big upper deck, and it goes straight up like a lot of the new parks, like the one in Anaheim, which gives everybody a clear shot of the field, Good, good spot, even if you are in the third deck. There's a called strike. There was an unevenness in center field earlier in the year. They first uh, landscape this round. Three landscapes. Check swing Tapper to the mound, picked up by Littell. He throws Maddox out. One away. Willie Randolph is up, and he's hitless. He's hitless in a series. 0 for 2 tonight and 0 for 9 in the three games played so far. Turns some nice plays around second base though. Turns the double play as well as anybody you can imagine. Good fielding second baseman. Six. Fastball blazed inside, ball one. Yankees leading 5-3 over Kansas City. Bottom of the eighth inning, one out. Ground ball past the mound this time and into center field. First hit for Willie Randolph in the series. It whistled past the mound and slowed on the grass, but not enough. And Rojas, crossing to his right, contact to his left, did not catch up with it. Randolph gets his first playoff hit. The third hit off Latell, and Fred Stanley is up. Stanley has popped up, ratted out, and drawn a walk. Catching. With their two big innings leading five to three, trying for more. They have been buzzing around here ever since the fourth inning. After three very strong innings had been worked by Andy Hassler, the starter. So, the first base, not in time. Randolph at first, one out. Patel works. And it's way outside. Not a pitch out. A ball. In the Royal Knights, their last chance, they will have their middle three up. They're the belt of their batting order Brett, Mayberry, and McCray. Patel to Stanley. Runner goes. Throw to second base. And he's safe. Stolen base, Willie Randolph. Head to the ball, the count is one ball, one strike to Stanley, a strike rather, and uh, a stolen base for Randolph puts a Yankee in scoring position. Billy Martin, ever trying to get that extra edge. Never letting up. One ball, one strike to Stanley. Three-run game, Not different from a two-run game in any ballpark. Get a man on in a free-run game. It still isn't enough. Here it is. Fly ball, shallow right center. Coming on is the right fielder, Polquette, who makes the play and throws into Patek. He called off Cowan, who had broken for the ball, but it was in the domain of the right fielder. Stanley flies to Polquette. Two outs. Mickey Rivers up. (laughs) Mickey Rivers. Rivers is one for four. Infield hit in the first inning. Rivers has three hits and 13 times ups in this series. Takes the pitch low and outside. Ball one. Off with speed into his leadoff second base. Mattel checks him out and throws to the plate, strikes clean Rivers hasn't had the ball out of the infield tonight, really. His, his hit was to shortstop in the first inning. Since then, he's fouled out, grounded out, and popped up. Gets way over at the plate, pushing the bat. Littell kicks and throws, ground ball the second. Up with it, Rojas. Over to first, low throw dug out by Mayberry, and that's the end of the year. The Yankees in the eighth inning have no runs. One hit, they leave one. And at the end of eight innings, the score is New York five, Kansas City three. In a country with two centuries of the most exciting history on earth, can any one year stand out? Oh, yes. 1876, when the National Baseball League played its very first season, and Alexander Graham Bell made the first phone call ever, and the mountains, mining towns, and citizens of Colorado became our 30th state. And a beer was born in St. Louis, Missouri. It was brewed with only the very finest ingredients, and slowly Beechwood aged. It tastes Smoothness and drinkability were, in a word, incomparable. Its fame and appeal spread quickly to all corners of the earth. It was Budweiser, and it still is today. Still Beechwood Age. Still brewed proudly by people who care about quality. Ah, Budweiser, the king of beers for a hundred years. Anheuser-Busch, headquarters, St. Louis, Missouri. Well, what's new for baseball fans once the postseason game ends? That's easier to hot stove league. That's always a fun time of the season to rehash trades and expansions. Talk about rookies. And what's the one thing that'll make your hot stove league season more assuring? Knowing that you've already made plans for your season tickets for 77. Those plans are as close as a telephone. Make a call to any club's ticket department and have your tickets set aside. Do it right away. Businesses will find their season tickets very useful for entertaining. The proceeding has been brought to you on behalf of Major League Baseball. Parky Lyle has been brought in by Billy Martin to work the ninth inning, figuring that uh, Doc Ellis has thrown a lot of pitches. Maybe, it's, uh, maybe it was tiring a little bit stiffening up some, and he wanted the fresh arm in there, particularly the pitch to Brett and Mayberry, who are left-handed batters and will be the first two hitters this inning. Doc Ellis went eight innings, gave up six hits and three runs, walked two, struck out four, he struck out uh, five, and he hit a batter. And just a fine ball game after the rough first inning when they scored three runs off it. So Lyle now is seven and eight on the year with a 2.26 earned run average is on to work. And he is warming up right now. He'll face Brett, Mayberry, and McRae. CBS Radio Sports is bringing you the play-by-play action in the American League Championship. And there is more to come. The World Series starts October 16th. That's next Saturday. And you'll hear exclusive radio coverage play-by-play of the 1976 World Series Right here on this CBS radio network station. Lyle has completed his warm up. He is making his first appearance in this playoff series. Dick Kidrow is the only other Yankee reliever to make a, an appearance, and he worked in Sunday's game. First man up will be George Brett, and he is two for three. Brett is now six for 10 in this series. He has knocked in one of the runs tonight and scored one. And Lyle is here to face it. Brett, left-handed hitter, lays back, and Lyle pictures inside and high, ball one. to the wind-up. Throws. High and inside again. Ball two. Lyle was not used much in the second half of the season. Mainly, he said, and he admitted, that uh, Grant Jackson had done a super job from the left side along with right-hander Sidro. High, ball three. So, he said, uh, I haven't had much work, but I'm ready. Sparky has the good slider. He is. That is his outfit. four. Brett walks. He's on base again for the third time he's on base, and that means that Mayberry is a tying run, as will everybody be as long as the man is on here. But the Yankees lead it five to three as the Royals try to do something here in the ninth inning. They're battling now. Backed up here with a 5-3 score against them in game three, and the prospect of going against Catfish Center. With a deciding game, if that's the case, tomorrow. There's a strike to Mayberry taking on that first pitch. John has had one hit in three trips, a single in the left to left center field in the first inning. Wow works again, and there's a long drive to right field, but it hangs up. Under it is Maddox. He comes in, he's got it, and there's one away. It started out well, but it just died. And it sounded as if Mayberry may have broken his back. I think he did break it, man He uh, got uh, the wood on it, but then the wood cracked on him. Yeah, that uh, held it all up. It just died out there. So there's one away as Big John was trying to tie it up right there. Now it's Hal McCray, and McCray is due. Right now, he is the only member on either team of the starting pitch, uh, players not to have a hit in this series so far. He is 0 for 8. He did have a sacrifice fly in the first inning tonight to drive in a run. He was hit by a pitch in the fourth. He's 0 for 1 in this game, 0 for 8 on the series. Infield a double play depth, the pitch is high, ball one. Barkey Lyle from Reynoldsville, Pennsylvania. Originally, Powell carved back into the seat by McRae. One ball, one strike. thing, as we told you, the part that, spark, that uh, Charlie had said about McLeod is trying to tone him down a little and trying not to have him go for the long ball too much. Just hit the way he did all year. Sends a fly ball going foul down into right field and in the crowd. One ball, two strikes. Thread at first base, one out. Yankee bullpen has left-hander Grant Jackson, right-hander Dick Kidrow working. Been a lot of work in those bullpen tonight, both sides. They're all warm. (laughs) They're ready to go. Everybody's been up, just about. Except Bird and the Kansas City (laughs) fence. Lyle has the count his way. One ball, two strikes to Hal McRae. The look toward first and the pitch to the plate. It's high, ball two, two and two. McCray, a right-handed batter up there, and Tom Poquette, a left-handed batter, is on deck. Here it is. Foul again. McCray is trying to go to the opposite field on an outside pitch. Yankees five, Royals three, top of the night. A lot was done in the ninth inning by the Cincinnati Reds today. Phillips had a two-run lead. And the Reds just overcame it. While ready, pitching to McCray, foul back. Well, one half of how Hal McCray's dream has come true. the Cincinnati Reds, whom he used to play for, won their side of it in the National League. What he has wanted to do was Get into the World Series against them. They're the team that traded him away. The pitch. fouled again, spoiling an outside fastball. But there's a way to go for Mr. McRae to get that. This team's got to get up on its back, from its back, and try to beat the Yankees in the playoffs. Time left. The set by Lyle. The pitch. Fly ball right field. Backboard is Maddox toward the line. He's got it throughout. McCray did go to the opposite field but lifted it up there. Now it'll be a pinch hitter for Poquette. David Nelson, an infielder, is going to bat for Tom Poquette. Nelson is a right handed hitter. on the year in limited play at 235. He was used, used to be very, very fast. He's been hampered by injuries. Got in 78 ball games for the, the Royals. Had one homer and 17 runs batted in. Had uh, four doubles and a couple of triples. David Nelson has been around in the majors. Last team he played for, the Texas Rangers. Very likable. Fella been a valuable boy, a guy to have on all the clubs he has played with. David Nelson, the Royals down to their last out, trying to hang in there, get one up on the Yankees, but they trail by two runs. The Yankee bench, Hauser, motioning medals at third to come in a half-step. Can, I mean, Nelson can still run. There's a ground ball hit towards third. It is a foul ball off the foot of Nelson. The runner at first is George Brett. He led the inning with a walk, but he has stayed there on two fly balls to right field. Nothing in one, defense hitter Dave Nelson. And they're trying to nail it down for Doc Ellis. He throws and it's Kyle's foul again. This time up into the upper deck along first base line and a nice catch by young Youngster. Almost lost it but held on. Nelson has played with the Cleveland Indians. He played with uh, Washington Senators when they were still in Washington in 1970. Moved to Texas later, and now here. Yankee crowd roaring, sensing a win. As Lyle gets in, the count is 0-2. Here's the pitch. A ball high, fastball upstairs, and the count is 1-2. Not only are they steering, but they're up on their feet. There's a little pop foul, first base side, and it's going to be out of play. Sambliss gave it a good try. It was just one row past the outstretched glove of Sambliss. There's hardly any foul room after you pass first base. Foul room goes to practically nothing. A little isosceles triangle down there toward the foul line. Sambliss had no room. Stroud all up, standing. Nelson waiting for the one-two pitch from Sparky Lyle as the Yankees Try to make it game three, the winner. Here it is. Foul ball back. Yankees leading 5 3 in the ninth. They have out hit the Royals 9 6. Royals have just not, except for brief flashes on Sunday in the first inning today, got anything about mounting any consistent attack. Kelson wants time. Lyle looks down. He throws ground foul off to the right again past Steve Boggs, the first base coach. A lot That's of fouls. Yep. One on one, Lyle and Nelson. The on deck hitter is Cookie Rojas. Lyle again with another baseball. Comes up on top. down blank the cut of tobacco in the left cheek now time called by nelson as Wild takes too long baby asks for time and backs out crowd riding with the yankees playing it for all their worth here at yankee stadium two one ball two strikes the pause and the pitch Fouled again. What else? It's into the first base stands this time. Nelson just kicking off those foul balls like the late Nellie Fox used to be able to. Luke Appling in the old days. Richie Ashburn. Guys who get foul balls almost at will. One ball, two strikes. Wild looks down again. Brett off first. Hits to Nelson. Ground ball to shortstop. Stanley up. Over to second. Game's over. Yankees lead two games to one. Davy Nelson finally forces the runner Brett short to second. And in the ninth inning for the Royals. No run. No hit. One left. Final score in game three. The Yankees five. The Royals three.